let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the uh, 265 Media Football Show. I'm your host, Ben Size. Oh, happy Tuesday, everybody. Hopefully, everybody's having a good evening. Everybody, Hopefully, everybody's having a good afternoon in the West Coast. Uh, this is episode 68. It's going to be a great show. I got Nick Free. I got Ben Fair. Uh, you know, I want to shout out to far two people real quick. Actually, no, three people. Uh, happy birthday, belated ber- thir- birthday to uh, Daniel Artest, uh, the, the, the person that gave me this show. So shout out to you, Daniel. Hopefully you had a great birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to Samari. His birthday was yesterday. I can't wait to podcast with him mm-hmm. in about three hours. So look, looking forward to that. But anyways, Ben Fair. I, I mean, also my grandpa. Happy birthday, grandpa. It's his birthday on Sunday. So with that being said, Ben Fair, I'm looking forward to talking about recap of Week 11 for college football. And... You know, week ten recap, and obviously we're talking about the James Harden trip with our guard Nick Priest. For overall, Ben Fair, how was how was your weekend overall? You know, my weekend was, you know, it could have been a little bit better if uh, some of these teams lost, like Michigan or yeah. Oregon or, yeah. you know, Washington. I thought I thought Utah was going to pull that one off late. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it sucks the position we're in. Even Miami, I thought Miami was going to win that game against oh, yeah. Florida oh, State. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it sucks being in the position we're in. Uh, I feel like Alabama has been getting screwed in rankings the last couple of weeks. I agree. Uh, but I mean, it is what it is, you know, like we can only dwell on it for so much. There's nothing that we can do. You know, if, if we don't like the position that we're in currently, then we probably shouldn't have lost to Texas the second week of the season. Um, it just mm-hmm. sucks that, you, it just sucks that, you know, we're, we're, um, in a position needing other people to fail uh, in order for us to really get a hope. I mean, obviously we have the UGA game yeah. and the SEC championship game, but I still feel like even as I was thinking about this today when I when I went to the when I went to go to the dispensary, yeah. um, I was thinking this. I was like the committee is somehow gonna screw us over even if we beat UGA. Like yeah. I honestly think even if we blew UGA out by like three or three, three or more scores. Yeah. I, I feel like, and say like Washington beats Oregon, FSU remains undefeated. Yeah. And then let's, let's just say Michigan, since they're, they're the current number one, let's just say Michigan, you know, beats Ohio state. Like I think even if we beat Georgia, the committee would still favor Georgia over us because they're a two time defending champion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we I have to, to Nick, agree with that. Yeah, before we go to Nick, Ben, you have any message for Jimbo Fisher? Yeah, I'm smoking my Jimbo Fisher pack right fucking now, man. Um, I wanted to talk about this on Andrew's show yesterday a lot more, yeah. but he kind of he kind of brushed over it. Um, but yeah, man, Jimbo Fisher um, was an incredible coach at FSU. Like no one. No one doubted Jimbo's resume when he was at FSU. You know, no, no. top top recruiting classes, yeah. yep. top top of the ACC pretty much yep. every single year. Um, you know, led them to a national championship behind yep. uh, Dalvin Cook yes. and, yep. and uh, Jameis Winston, Ramsey, and, and Derwin James and Jalen Ramsey. You know, they had, they had a phenomenal team, but you still got to be able to, to, to win, and, and he did it. You know, he won at the highest level. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they don't want to re-sign him after his contract, you know, goes out. Uh, so he has to find a new job. And so he goes to Texas A&M, uh, a much harder conference to play in, much harder conference to play in than the ACC. Um, Facts. And, 
And you, you can tell that Jimbo wasn't as good as people thought he was. You know, his his resume in the SEC was like is like twenty seven and twenty one. He's all, yeah. like he's only he's only won six more games than he's than he's lost in the SEC, and he only lost like fourteen games total when he was at Florida State, and he yeah. lost twenty one just in the SEC. So yeah. it, it really it really goes to show you the massive difference between the between between conferences and, and the college football landscape. But um, I was very shocked that they did it um, right after that yeah. after that massive blowout against yeah. Mississippi yeah. State. Which was crazy too, because Mississippi State fired their head coach as well. Yes, he did. You know, he he was a first year head coach for them after the passing of Mike Leach. Rest in peace, Mike Leach. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. You know, it, it's very hard to to try and fill in for a, a, a future Hall of Famer and, and Mike yeah. Leach, just as it is Shire with Coach K, just yeah. as it will be with whoever you know takes over for Cal Perry, whoever takes yeah. over for for Saban. It's going to be it's hard. It's really hard to build a program, especially in the footsteps of a of a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um, and you know, to, to only give a coach one year at Mississippi State, like that's that's abysmal, man. That's fucked that's, up. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, they changed their off. They changed their entire offense. Mike Leach was an air raid offense. You know, Will Rogers threw the ball like forty five times a game last year, or the two years yeah. he was under Mike Leach. And then this year they that's tried crazy. to become a. And then this year they tried to become a run team, and uh, Quinshawn Martz, he he just got banged up. And then their yeah. defense, their defense was absolutely atrocious. Um, so I, I thought it was very unfair for him to get fired after a year. Uh, for Jimbo, though, th- th- so we can go on to to Nick. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm I'm happy. You know, I'm I'm very happy. You know, it sucks to see someone you know be unemployed, but he's, is he really unemployed? He's making seven million dollars a year until no, the year 20, until, until, the, until the year until the year 2031. He's gonna get paid seven million dollars a sit on his ass. He's selling like, This this whole contract shit, like the, the same thing that happened that happened with Ed Orgeron. These yeah. schools are getting screwed over, man. Yeah. Like you're having you're having to pay Facts. some of these coach. You're having to pay some of these coaches ten plus million dollars a year. Like you just saw what happened at Michigan State uh, yeah. with their head coach. Like and now they're in a litigation battle. For because he's trying to get, you know, his $100 million that he originally signed on for. Yeah. Uh, just like Jimbo is trying to get his $74 million. So, um, you know, and you're paying these guys so much money for, for little to no production on the football field. Like Michigan State had one good year uh-huh. under, their, under their head coach. You know, um, the best year Jimbo Fisher ever had at Texas A&M was the COVID year. When they didn't play any non-conference games, he went eight and one in the SEC that year. Congratulations! But what did <laughs> yeah. it mean? It didn't mean anything. Shit, you know, no. it was a COVID season. A lot of players sat out during COVID. Yeah. Some teams, some teams completely like the Ivy League completely got rid of football during the COVID season. Yeah. So it, it was a it was a complete no no it was a complete nonsense year. Um, you know, congrats on having your best season, uh, but. This is what you get for running your mouth, Jimbo. You you know you facts you really you really talked a ton of shit about Nick Saban last year because he criticized your ability uh, to recruit at an extremely high level. Like Jimbo 
have recruited at a level in the year 2022 that we had never seen a coach ever do before. Best. And then and then he got butthurt when Nick Saban called him <laughs> out and said, oh, it must be nice when you can pay your whole recruiting class. And then he went on this whole debacle about, oh, like we, we put Nick Saban as the god of college football, blah, 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 blah. He does dirty stuff too. Look, look, in, look into his past. Ask the people he's worked with. They'll fucking tell you all the dirty shit he does. And – the crazy thing is everyone says Nick Saban, and I'm not saying Nick Saban doesn't, you know, cross the boundaries from time to time, but, um, you know, everyone wants to make these references that Nick Saban's the dirtiest coach in college football or college sports history. And yet he's, yeah. he's and yet he's, he's never not. once, he's never once been sanctioned by the NCAA. Yeah. If a guy was that dirty, he would be sanctioned at least once. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you're seeing what's happening with Harbaugh. You saw what happened with Urban Meyer. Like we've seen, we've seen it in the college Pete basketball Carroll. ranks. Yeah, yeah Pete, Pete Carroll. Carroll. Yeah. We've we, we've seen it in the college basketball ranks. Cal Perry, the um, Gonzaga, oh, Gonzaga, yeah, the Gonzaga, yeah, Mark Few. Um, who's the the St. John's coach? Rick Pitino. It yeah. happened to uh, USC's it. coach back in the day too. Yeah, yeah. The uh, uh, my basketball coach when we had uh, DeRozan and um, yeah, him, yeah, and uh, what's his name? Uh, OJ Mayo uh, when we Ro- had them over there. And Romeo. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he he got hit with sanctions too. Yeah, so like you know, it happens in the college football rings where coaches are getting sanctioned. But if Nick Saban was as dirty as Jimbo, you know, tried to make it seem like he was last year, where's where's Nick Saban's first ever sanction? Where are his sanctions at? Where are, where are his recruiting violations where he can't recruit or he can only recruit but so many players because double yeah. A took away some of his recruiting scholarships? Where are those at? If he's so dirty, where are these suspensions at? But the last thing I'll say is Jimbo got what he what he had coming to him. Yep, and he, he, I he, have he, to agree. And obviously he doesn't care because he's got the money. He's chilling. He can't kill. No, Nick Freeze. L- last time you were here, we were talking, we were talking about the James Harden trade. Um, you know the James Harden going to the Clippers, and it, it happened. A lot of things have been happening before you before you came back because Alice Grizz got fired, and the Raiders, you know, John, Mc, John McDonough's got fired. And now look at that. Yes. Now Harden is a Clipper. So with that being said, Nick Freeze, how are you? A shout out to the Sports for You podcast, which by the way, that's going to be shout out. tonight's show. I can't wait. Looking forward to listening to that. But Nick Freeze, how are you, man? It's, 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 it's been a while, and I'm sure you're happy as a Raider fan. I mean, I know, I, well, I know Clipper fans that, that I know that keep it real are not happy with this trade. But Nick Freeze, how are you, man? Uh, right now, I can't complain, man. Life's going pretty good. You know, I'm over here chilling over here in this parking lot waiting for my girl to finish what she's doing while I'm, uh, you know, I'm over here multitasking. My son's in the back seat. He didn't woke up. He's playing with his toy. So, he's gonna, you know, he's going to chime in when I talk about the Raiders. <laughs> but uh, outside of that, man, life is going great. I can't complain. It's been um, it's been a usual crazy Raiders year like always. Um, yes. The, the, uh, the, the James. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great out here. The weather's great out here. There's that, nothing to complain that about. The weather, man, is beautiful. That's what we pay for. That's literally what we pay yeah. for. We're not paying for anything else. It's literally yeah, the weather. You're not paying for shit else. Yes. That's what we pay. That's what we pay $20 a day for when the second we wake up. That's for the weather. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. Money is being yeah. wasted as soon as you open your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Even Nick, even but yeah, son, I can't complain, Vince. Yeah, even your son has probably thought about the James Harden trade. Now, first of all, let's talk about let's talk about that now. Now, Nick Freeze, when you saw when you woke up the next morning, James Harden is a Clipper. What was your thought? Which, by the way, your chili said that was going to happen. Usually, stars get what they usually stars get what they want. 
hashtag Dame. Did yeah. what he wants. But go ahead. Well, go ahead, Nick Freeze. <laughs> um, you know, from the very beginning, you know, Vince, I told you numerous times I was against the trade because of one thing. I said I didn't want to get rid of none of our young pieces. You know, for to get this trade off because I'm pretty sure that's what they wanted. You know, AKA I didn't want to get rid of Terrence Mann. That's just what it broke down to. They didn't do it though. Um, Terrence, I like Terrence Mann's game. I've told people this in the past. I feel like Terrence Mann is our uh, Austin Reeves. You know, the look, the guy that goes up over there and does a little bit of everything to help the stars. Yeah. You know, uh, your, he makes good your, shots. You know. He's your best defender outside. Of, he's your best defender outside of Kawhi and PG. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's no doubt about it. And he can, he can defend uh, one through four, depending on the matchup. Because I think he's like about like six five, six six himself, with like a like a six eight wingspan or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, he can definitely defend uh, multiple positions. And you know, according to what the matchup is, he he may be able to defend the center. Who who knows? But um, when I saw the trade, well, on this side it was like about eleven o'clock at night. I was still awake. I got the notification. I'm like, okay, we got James Harden. Cool. What the hell do we? Because I know, like, what the hell do we give up? Yep. And I waited, and I waited, and I waited until like about twelve thirty. Yeah. Uh, Shams, Shams said who we gave. I'm like, so Woe just dropped this bomb and said, "All right, I'm going to sleep, y'all. Y'all figure the rest out in, uh, later on." That's yeah, pretty much what happened yeah. with Woe's for that. Yeah, Woe just fell asleep at the wheel. But um, when I seen what we gave up, I was I was cool with it because you know I've been saying. I want Morris out of there. Morris has given us nothing. I always felt as if we can, um, we should have played Robert Covington more than Morris, anyways. But I agree. Tyron Lou, Tyron Lou likes Morris's game. You know, hey, coaches have favorites sometimes, and sometimes it, no matter Roko, how great a coach Roko is, you know, has, sometimes. Roko has digressed. Though, the la- Roko has digressed though the last couple of years. Like he ain't nearly what he was. Oh no, no! But so has Marcus Morris, and I feel as if he oh, yeah, he, can, yeah. he can give us the same thing with but with the, with, is, with the uh, with a with a cheaper. Has it, has it Marcus been hurt? Was it Marcus who got shut down by Jokic that one year, a couple years back, or was that Marquise? Marquise. Marquise. They had Marquise on, uh, okay. over there. Yeah, that was Marquise. That was it. Uh, Morris. Okay. Uh, Marcus. But um. You know, he's regressing. So yeah, he, he got, I think he hurt his shoulder or something. It was something, but he hasn't been the same since that injury as well. Yeah. So, you know, and, and he got a big price tag. So I was like, all right, we, we, we got rid of him. All right, cool. No problem. Um, we gave up. Who else was it? Um, Batum. Batum. It was, it was, Batum. And who cares? You got, you got cardio guy, PJ Tucker. Keep going. I like, but I, see, I like the PJ Tucker acquisition because, yeah. you know, I, I'm thinking about that further on, like playoffs come around. He's a leader. He and he was a big, uh, he was a big time leader on the defensive end for the Bucks when they won. Yeah. So you know, I'm not saying he's gonna be like the ultimate difference maker or anything, yeah, but you know, it's good to have those type of guys yeah. in your locker room, especially you know, history has shown that some the Clippers fall apart, and you need a guy that can be like, hey, wake the fuck up, we're, we're tripping. Let's let's do something. Okay. <clears throat> but um, you're not worried about after the trade. You're not worried about PJ spending his whole time and like the aftermarket shoe shoe place out down here in LA. This man, this man. Oh no, like, I'm pretty like, sure he was doing that. Hey, look, he already had people doing that already. We already know that. He <laughs> know he knows where to go. He had his people already on that. He already be out here. But no, nah, I'm not worried about that. When it's time to play PJ, he plays. Yeah. So what you know, I don't expect him to go out there and give me so, so give me Anthony so, Davis type of production today, on defense, so, so but today, you know. What's your thought with this zero and four star? You know how Twitter is going to be. Oh, they're zero and four with James Harden now. What's your thoughts with that now? 
Who cares? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Like, who cares? It's early in the season. Yeah. If we go to the playoffs, nobody's gonna remember this. I agree. I agree. Let look. I'll give a prime example. The Lakers went started off two and ten and went to the conference finals. Right. Nobody cares no. that y'all went two and ten. Exactly. Nobody yeah, no. gives two shits about the two and ten start. <laughs> it's all about how you finish. Yeah. And I mean, look at Miami they, last year. They were the, they were the eight seed. They made the finals. Yeah. You know, it's all about how you finish. If yeah. everything yeah. if everything gets right by like by, by the All Star game, we'll be okay. If everything's not right by the All Star game, then we have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And this and this Nick Nick, this is exactly like when y'all made this trade. The only reason why I was okay with it for both ends at the end of the day, I mean, I, I still wish Philly would have got more. Like if I was yeah. Philly, I would I would have wanted like you Terrence mentioned Man. one of your young guys, Terrence Mann or yeah. Bones Highland. Like they lost leverage. But, yeah, but I get it. You get the inspiring deals, but for you guys, you guys for the Clippers, the only time this shit made sense for you guys to pull the trigger was at the beginning of the season. Yeah. If you guys did this at the yeah. All-Star break, if you guys did this at the All-Star yeah. break and th- and then went 0-4, then we have Oh, a yeah, that's nasty. Then we have a discussion. That's nasty. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, this this shit ain't going to work this year. Like you guys Yeah, now at least for have, sure. You guys have what like 75, 72 games <laughs> to, to gel and mesh and try to come together yeah. as a cohesive group. So for you guys, the only way mm-hmm. you guys won this trade is by making it right now. And not waiting until the deadline. Yeah. No, Nick, I got a question for you. So, no matter what happens, right? So, let's just say if they get to the Western Conference Finals or don't get there, how do you, how, do you think there's a lot of pressure right now on Kylo? Because I, I got a feeling that there is. And you know, if they if they fuck this up, Kylo's gone, man. In my opinion, how, how do you feel? How do you feel with this with Tyloo? Um, I I feel like Ty like Ty has got an unnecessary amount of pressure on him because. Throughout most of his coaching tender with us, he hasn't had his main two stars healthy. That's true. So that's not a, it's, it's not a fair assessment on his coaching. I agree. That all this is going on, you know, you can't you can't do nothing when, you know, your best guys when it's playoff time are not available. You yeah. can't do nothing about that as a coach, no matter how good of a coach you are, no matter how good your team. If if the Lakers get to the uh, finals back in the day with Shaq and Kobe, and Shaq and Kobe's not there, it's not it's not a knock on Phil Jackson's coaching that he couldn't do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, so, just like, just like you can go even back further with Phil Jackson. If if Scotty doesn't have MJ, they're not winning. If MJ doesn't have Scotty, they're not winning. Yeah, or yeah, that's what I'm saying. Not, you know, or at least, or at least they're not winning six of them. No, they're not winning that many. Yeah. You know, you need you need your you need your guys when it's you know when it's go time, and you know, and I and me personally, the most frustrating thing about this tenure is the injuries and the, and the timing of the injuries. I agree. You know, I feel as if, you know, outside of the bubble when it was pretty blatant, I keep saying this and I, I hate saying this because I hate athletes that do shit like this. Who when you don't want to be there and you, and you and you bullshit. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, as a former athlete, I don't like shit like that. That shit pissed me off. And it was blatantly obvious. I don't use it as an excuse, but it was blatantly obvious that that was the reason why. You know, but anyway, we lost, we lost to the better team during the bubble. You can't do you can't do nothing about that. When we fired uh, Doc Rivers, who's Mister uh, Loser Three One Lead. I agree. And then, um, sorry, my fault. Not Doc Rivers, Glenn Rivers. I'm calling yes, him what his mama yes, called him. Yes. So he's Glenn Rivers <laughs> when I talk about him. <laughs> his mama called him Glenn. You didn't call Glenn. So, <laughs> yeah. so then a, a prime example is we play. We're playing Utah, 
and Kawhi gets hurt. Yeah. We're down 3-2. We win that series. I agree. We lose uh, the Phoenix the next series. If you watch that series, most of those games were dog fights. They were close. It was close, yeah. 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 If, I'll give you a prime example of two games. The first game when – um, I know, I know, I know Clippers pissing me off too. Um, <laughs> the prime example was, was Devin Booker when he got that triple-double in the first – that 40-point triple-double the first game. Yeah. That does not happen if Kawhi Leonard's playing. That does not happen if Kawhi Leonard is playing. I'm sorry. We all know what, what Kawhi can do on the defensive end. That's not going to happen. He might get the 40 points still, but the yeah. triple-double, I don't think that happens. No. Um, the other game when um, they got the game winner with uh, the inbound pass, which is the reason why I believe Cousins got cut from our team, yeah. was that inbound pass to DeAndre Ayton. That game was like a 70-point game on both sides. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard plays that game. It's a whole different story. I agree. Slow, slow pace game. That's Kawhi's game all day. The Kawhi gonna win a, a slow, a, a slow pace game. Yeah. So then we, if that happens, we end up going to the finals. Who knows? You go to the finals. Who knows what happens? Yeah. But um, you know, those are two examples where I feel as if man, we could have something could have could have happened way better than the way it ended. But I don't put too much on Ty Lue because at the end of the day, when these guys are playing. Ty Luke coaches ass off. That's true. I've seen we got a we got a uh we got a very very good record when both Kawhi and Paul George are playing. Yeah. People people can say what they want in a seven game series. It's going to be difficult as hell for you to beat Kawhi and Paul George. Ask Luca. Luca Luca scores fifty points on us every damn game in the playoffs, well, and we still beat him. And we still beat him in a seven game series. You're right. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy not. at all. No, it's not. It's not. But yeah, I'm not putting all that on Ty Luke. Yeah, and real quick, Ben, um, you 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 said no, this, this table trade was not not going to happen. So when you woke up and saw this trade, uh, what was your thoughts? And what was your thought when you said, "Oh, saw James Harden to the Clippers," and you, Kev spoke it to us. He's he, he even told you the lineup: uh, James Harden and Russ, and that's pretty much what they did. James Harden and Russ, Kawhi, Paul George, Zubac. Your thoughts, Ben? When you when this trade happened, what was your thoughts? Bro, I thought I woke up in a time machine. Like, I thought it was like I thought it was like 2017. Like, I thought I thought I was still in the military, dude. I was about to go to the range and everything. Like, <laughs> I was like, yo, like they really thought this was gonna work. Like, I I know I just previously said the best time for them to do this is now, and it's yeah. that is true. But I still don't feel like it works. Like, you have no. way. You have way too many mouths to feed. You have way Ball too handle. many. Yeah, pause, but yeah. Um, you know, Kawhi I think Russi calls the bench. Yeah. I mean, one of – yeah, James Harden definitely ain't coming off the bench for nobody. Like, he ain't being sixth man. If, if anyone's going to do it, it's Russ, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, I just think it's way too many mouths to feed – they definitely don't have the roles figured out yet. Nope. Um, their depth is fine. I think you you told me they lost Mason Plumley for two yeah, months. Yeah, for two months. For two months. That's not good. Yeah. <coughs> that's that that's nasty. That's nasty. That, that hurts because they don't have, like, a, another dude over, like, 6'9 um, that can play the center um, outside of Mason Plumley and Zubac. Is Dwight Howard available? Uh, Oh, yeah, he is. I mean, it's it, it time on. <laughs> but, um, well, do I got his own problems? My fault. <laughs> <laughs> they, like they got plenty of they got plenty of depth at the at, at the wing. 
Um, yeah. You know, Norm Powell, Amir Coffee, Bones Highland, and all them. Um, y'all, sh- y'all, honest, y'all honestly sh- should have went and got uh, Eric, Eric Gordon before he went to Phoenix. Um, and the offseason, yeah. that, he would have been a very good veteran guard for you guys coming off the bench. Plus, you know, he, he has ties to being in L.A. before with you guys. So um, that, that would have been He was with us last season. season. We should have just kept him. Yeah, oh, he was with you guys last season. I thought he was still. Yeah, towards uh, the end of the season. Yeah, he was with us. We should have just kept him. We should have just kept him. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all honestly should have just kept him. But um, it it's all going to boil down to – does does everyone <clears throat> does everyone buy in um, to a fucking role? And mainly, I'm talking about James Harden. Like that comment, you can. There's ways to get your the point system. across. <laughs> there's ways to get your point across or your take across without saying it in certain ways. Like you can you can say a certain thing, and it can be taken out of context. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just by by how you say it, um, to say like, oh, like I don't buy into the system. I am the system, or however he he, he had phrased it. Yeah, um, I'm just. What happened was the uh, the reporter asked, "Was he a system player?" And you know, you know, for a guy, look, I understand for a guy is his caliber. For you to call him a system player is disrespectful. Yeah. So he he got a smart ass yeah. question, and he gave it a smart ass answer. But in yeah, the end, yeah, yeah. you know, it look it looks crazy because now we're zero and four yeah. after you just said that 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 statement, and now you look like you crazy. Yeah, and and like when you look at the the, the box score, it's not like James Harden's taking a ridiculous amount of shots. I believe like no. the last two games he took no. ten or less. Yeah. I think it was just that first yeah. game that that he took like twelve or fourteen. But yeah, um, he. He could have elaborated on it, you know. Like I get the, like you said, yeah. the question was was set up for him to to make it sound for him to come off the way he did. Bad, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he could he he could have then spun it into like I'm going to be working with Russ and Kawhi and PG and the rest of the team and seeing what the system's going to be, like what yeah. what the the scheme or like what the scheme of the team's going to be, you know. Like I, <clears throat> I'd have to go back and watch the interview again and see what he said after mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. The, the system part. But th- there's there's ways he, he he himself, you know, okay, this dude just asked me this stupid question. All right, yeah. let me use my words here a little bit better or different. He fell for the okie doke. That's all it is. He just fell for the okie doke. Got an easy sound bite out of that. Hey, James Harden been falling for the pump fake on defense for like 14 years. So <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it's no coincidence <laughs> he fell for it in, in the interview. Um, but if it was 2017, man, you know, all these dudes are fresh off MVPs and shit, uh, outside of PG, but even PG was what a runner up when he was in OKC. So, yeah, yeah. like if it was 2017, oh, yeah, dude, give them the title, it's just give them the title. They got way too much offense, they're gonna average 150, just the four of them. Like, that's how it would have been. But this is 2023, every single last one of them outside of Russ, doesn't have an injury history. Like, Russ got his ACL injury or whatever years back after he won his MVP. But, um, you know, ever since then, Russ plays 70-plus games a year. So, yeah, he does. Um, you know, James yeah. Harden, he's, he's going to take nights off even when he's not hurt. He's definitely going to get he's hurt. Tripping. So, he's, he's going to take nights off again. 
Yeah, yeah he's going to have he's club. he's going to have a fucking strip club drunken bender. <laughs> yes, he so he's going to he's going to have to to uh, you know get his IVs and all that shit done. It's going to be way too <laughs> to play. He's going to be he's going to be 300 pounds, man, he needs his IVs. So um Kawhi, Kawhi is going to hit his toe on the edge of a coffee table trying oh to leave goodness. his apartment. He's going to miss two weeks man. because of that. He's going to have to rehab back in San Diego. So that's traveling time. So that's going to be like two and a half weeks total. And then PG. Exactly. I love, P- I love PG to death. I think PG is going to stay healthy, but pandemic P is right around the corner, man. No. <laughs> it's, it's go Lakers to the day I die. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? You know who their next opponent is, right? The Denver Nuggets. Any advice, Ben? For who? The Clippers. They're playing Zoom, the Nuggets. Hey. Zubach, about to get our ass whooped. Zubach, wear a chin strap because Yoke is about to tear your ass up. Hey, but you know something though? I will give Zubach this. Zubach don't back down no matter what the oh, no matter no who's way. in front of him. Yeah, he does not back down. I will. I will give him that. You know, he. You know, there's only you can only do so much against guys like Joker and you know Embiid and those type of guys. But he's not. He's not backing down from him. Yeah, he's not backing down from yeah. it at all. I, I will give him that. He has heart. Hey, yeah, I like, the, like the one thing I like about him the most, Zubas. Like you were just saying, how he has heart. Like, you know, he could get dunked on by Jalen Green seventeen times a night, but he's going to try and take that charge every time. Yeah, yeah, every single time. Yeah. Before we go to college, for college football, by the way, the, by the way, don't be surprised if you see, you know, M, you know, uh, Twitter G- GM, Twitter GM trades because. Apparently, oh, Zach God. wants out, Caruso wants out, and DeRozan, so watch out for those uh, GM trades on Twitter. Anyways, okay, now, uh, speaking of college football, um, Nick, um, now, when you heard, you know, Alice Grinch got fired, um, you know, I was celebrating, um, and now, uh, I want your thoughts, obviously, with, with the USC-Oregon game, but when when you saw that Alice Grinch got fired, Bruce Feldman tweeted out, um, Alice Grinch got fired, what was your thoughts? I'm saying you are celebrating, every USC fan was celebrating. Uh, hopefully Lincoln Rally choose the right DC, but uh, but but right defensive coordinator. But anyways, uh, Nick, uh, USC fans are listening to this. What can you tell USC fans? We're celebrating the Alex Grinch firing, but it's it's listen, job ain't finished. We still gotta we still gotta hire the right DC. DC. Uh, yeah, so go ahead, Nick. Yeah, um, our defense sucks. Um, that's the way. It, that's what it comes down to. Um, I don't know what we. Yeah, it's 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 historically bad. It's one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. And you know, no, no. And look, the, and the crazy thing is, is this: it's the fact of look, our front seven has played. Has I've seen glimpses of our front seven play well this year. I, I have seen no glimpses of our our secondary play good at all. Our secondary <laughs> players have no nuts. <laughs> they have no balls, bro. They have no balls, bro. Nick, like we were, we were talking about USC. We were talking about USC a couple of weeks ago on the pod. I think it was when you guys were about to go up against Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that like? Week five, week six? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like at, at that point in the season, you like going into that Colorado game, you guys were ranked like seventieth or ninetieth in the country in defense. But yeah. what? I mean, obviously, you guys got way worse. You guys are like one hundred and fifteenth now. Um, it's fucking horrible. But but like when you guys went to go play up against Colorado, I was I remember telling Vince and y'all's defense made no sense because 
you guys were top five in QB pressures. You yep. guys were top five uh-huh. in tackles. You guys were top five in tackles for loss. Like yep. You guys got yes. behind the line of scrimmage, oh, like damn near every single possession. But you guys are still giving up 500 yards. It made yep. no fucking sense. Now yep. you guys aren't really. You guys aren't even really getting that much pressure anymore. No. You guys are. You guys. It's are like they gave up from yeah. time to time. Oh, you 100% gave up. 100% gave Like, once you guys started giving up 40 on the regular, yeah, y'all's defense gave up completely. Bro, yeah. and, the, and the thing is, I hate I hate that because I'm, I'm a defensive player. I hate seeing stuff like that happen. Facts. And the thing – and like Facts. I said it before, like, it doesn't make any sense for our team, you know, to have that good of a front seven at the be, you know, at the, towards the beginning of the year. Yeah. And then it just seemed like it just fell apart. Yeah. That's fine. Right, you guys, it, you it guys makes no sense. Won. I know, Nico. No, I got upset too. <laughs> you guys could have won this game. Like, Oregon yeah. was trying to give you guys the win, and yeah. y'all just didn't want to take it. Like, they, yeah. bro, they doubled you. We they couldn't stop the run. You. We couldn't stop the run, bro, man. They, bro, they more than doubled you in penalties. Yeah. And almost tripled you in penalties for yards. Yeah. Like, they had 100, they gave up 100, they gave y'all 120 yards in penalties. Yeah, like they, they backed themselves up. They were giving you guys yardage all fucking Vince. game, and yeah, y'all just yeah. didn't want it. Vince, you yeah. watched that game, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did. Didn't it, didn't it seem like Oregon was able to just run the ball whenever they wanted to? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 and the same thing happened against Washington. Yeah, they just ran. It's just it's just like it's like Michael Penix didn't even and, have that big of a game. It was the fucking Washington running back. Doesn't Washington doesn't even like to run the ball. Exactly. He ran for like Danny. He ran for like two hundred. Yeah, he did. Like he two, did. like two twenty five. That's, that's pathetic. And like three or four rushing touchdowns. Yeah, and we'll we'll quick, we'll quick. Ben, that, do you have anything to say about your boy Bo Nix in this game overall, though? Bo Fuck Nicks, Bo Nix, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> Every time I mention <laughs> Bo Nix, that's funny. That's funny that Nick is on the pod right now because I fucking hate Bo Nix. I swear I hate Bo Nix. Any. <laughs> Anytime I mention Bo Nix on, on Twitter, <laughs> Nick comes from my neck. Fuck Nick, I, thought you, I, thought you, I thought you hate the New York Knicks. I'm fucking. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I hate Bo Nix. <laughs> he's having an unbelievable season, man. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm happy that he is the fuck out of Auburn. Huh? No, he's he like 50 years old. No, 50. No, he's, he's like. No, he's two years younger than Stetson Bennett was. He's um, way better than Stetson Bennett. Yeah, Sam, right. Sam Hartman's older than him. I think Michael yeah. Penix is even older than him, too. Yeah. Uh, by a year. He's, uh, he's like, yeah. he's like, what's his, he's, he's Justin Herbert's age. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Bo Nix has been playing incredible, man. And then ever since their loss to Washington, he's, he's even stepped it up in even uh, a higher notch. Um, yeah. Them getting healthy, Troy Franklin was banged up for a little bit uh, yeah. in the season, so Tez Johnson and Terrence Ferguson really had to step up. And that's really when Bucky Irvin really started going off, uh, same yeah. as uh, Jordan James. They have an unbelievable two-headed backfield. Um, you know, they got a slew of receivers now. Um, Bo Nix is slinging the ball against any fucking defense that he faces. Yeah. Um, you know, for him to almost be at – 
uh, an 80% completion percentage just really shows you how dialed in he's been this season. Yeah. Um, you know, how, how he's really trying to impress some NFL scouts because for his whole duration at Auburn behind that God awful offensive line, uh, year after year after year. Yeah. Um, you know, he was never really able to fully showcase his abilities, especially because they were they were a running team as well. They yeah. had Tank Bigsby, who obviously is in Jacksonville. He was a fucking stud. Yeah. Um, and he could have even be, he could have been even better uh, had Auburn just had a better line. Uh, yeah. Tank Bigsby was was the most hit the most hit running back behind the line of scrimmage in the uh, throughout his entire duration in college football. That yeah. just shows you right there how bad that offensive line was. Uh, that their running back was even getting teed the fuck up. Yeah. Um, but you know he's he's really showcased himself and he's put himself now in, in a contention to not only win a Heisman but maybe even contend for a, a national championship. Uh, and that would really you know propel him you know pretty much guaranteed to to be you know a first round pick. I think he yeah. will be re- regardless. I expect him to have a, a pretty good showcase at the combine. He's, he's not going to run anything crazy, but he should do you know very well in the passing drills that people love to hype up for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, you know they're not playing any fucking coverage, uh, <laughs> but um, if he's throwing you know at an 80 percent completion percentage with defenders, just imagine how nice he'll look with no defenders around. Yeah, uh, you know, people are gonna go goo goo gaga for him. People are gonna be talking about him with like the Drake May and Caleb and Shador. He's yeah. not on that level as much as I love Boat Nix. He's not on the Drake Mays, the Caleb's, the, um, and the Shador Sanders level. Yeah. Um, you know, he he's more there with with Michael, the Michael Pennants, the Jaden Daniels. Yes, uh, what would have been you know maybe a Riley Leonard. Uh, he'll probably go back to college. Uh, after can we, can we give a shout out? Can we give a shout out to Quinn Ewers? He's going back to uh, Texas again. Yeah, back. yeah, and yep. Quinn Quinn Ewers is going back to college. Yeah, uh, he'll he'll be in the SEC, man. He'll be in the SEC, so uh, he, he's really going to be going up against defenses. So we should really get a, a true test of how good Quinn Ewers is if he is good uh, next year when he faces all SEC defenses. Um, but. Um, I'm happy for Bo. I'm happy yeah. for Oregon. Um, you know, hopefully oh, they can get a, <laughs> hope, hopefully they can get the win over Washington. Yeah, uh, yeah. in the Pac-12 championship game because uh, that's we could have beat both of those teams. Yeah, don't remind me, Nick. We really, man, we could have beat both. Of, oh my God, I, I'm never mind. I'm not about to even get myself pissed off any more than already. <laughs> me too. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah. Um, hey, if, if only your defense wasn't ranked 115th or whatever. That's fact. That's very fact. If they um, would have been ranked uh, 100, we probably would have won. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, ben. By the way, I, I gotta I gotta give you a shout out, Ben, because you were right about this quarterback. I know. I, listen, Charles, our guy, Jonathan Watson. I know he's gonna talk about it on his show tonight. Um. Uh, Fuck the Broncos Missouri. too. Uh, Missouri almost beat Jordan last week. Remember Ben? That they had a chance, and they pretty much shot out. Uh, shot out uh, Tennessee in this game, thirty-seven. Um, and Ben, you're right. On, listen, shout out to Coach Dante. I just podcast with him earlier today, and he's with you. Um, you're, he's not high in this Tennessee quarterback at all either. So go ahead, Ben. Any thoughts about this game? And what can you tell Tennessee fans like our guy John, Jonathan Watson? Um, ten, well, only thing I have to say to Tennessee fans, I mean, um, 
you know, Joe Milton, he, he, he's not what you thought he was. I mean, you could have asked any fucking Michigan fan. You could have asked any Big Ten fan, and they would have told you what Joe Milton was. Yeah. Um, he, he was god-awful at, at Michigan. Obviously, he's gotten better as he's gotten older, and, yeah. you know, he, he's tweaked some of his mechanics. Obviously, he has incredible intangibles like Anthony Richardson did coming yeah. out of the draft. You know, a super big, physical, uh, mobile quarterback with a rocket cannon of an arm. I mean, Joe Milton can throw the ball, you know, just as probably just as far as Josh Allen. You know, I haven't seen an arm at this freaking strong probably since Josh Allen. Um, but he, he deals with some inaccuracy issues. Uh, he, he struggles, um, you know, getting through his progressions. He holds the ball. Uh, too long from time to time. Yeah. I feel like I don't. Maybe this is Joe's issue. I, I feel like he doesn't try to really run uh, enough. Like there's a lot yeah. of times when you watch their games, there'll be wide open holes in, in his offensive line where he can just probably go and take it 15 yards, but he decides to dump it off to a running back for maybe five or seven yards. Um, you know, I, I'd like to see him use his legs more. Like I said, I don't know if that's his decision or if that's a Josh Heupel decision. Um, but, you know, we'll see. You know, quarterbacks love extremely tall, extremely physical guys. Joe Milton meets both of those uh, criterias. People, scouts drool over a quarterback who can sling the ball with absolute ease 75 yards down the field. Um, yeah. You know, what off, What offense wouldn't benefit from a quarterback who could throw it that far? But there's still some things Thanks. Joe has to work on. There's still some things Joe has to work on, uh, you know, and maybe he can get there. But um, Tennessee fans, you guys have an amazing quarterback sitting on your, sitting on your bench right now as a freshman. Really? And Nico. Yes, everyone knows about Nico. Nick knows about Nico being out here in uh, Southern California. Okay, okay. Uh, Nick, Nico is a generational quarterback. Uh, oh. Nico is, what, 6'7", 6'6", two, maybe 220 hey, pounds. Oh, okay. he, yeah. yeah, he's a little he's a little bit slender at the moment, but, uh, you know, he's, he is, uh, what, Samoan. So, you know, we know Samoans can, can easily gain weight over time, so – yeah. Uh, he should easily be able to build out his frame. Uh, he has incredible mechanics, uh, super high IQ. Um, you know, he can make every single throw on the field. He's mobile. You can, you know, you can run QB design runs with him. Um, you know, Nico's an, an incredible quarterback. He, he should be their starter next year. Uh, I don't see why he, he wouldn't. Um, but for Missouri, man, um, you know, for them to blow out Tennessee the way they did without Luther Burden, phenomenal, phenomenal, uh, real, without Luther Burden really being a, a you know crazy factor, you know, yeah. this this was Cody Schrader's game, man. Um, yeah. Cody Cody Schrader was a walk on at Missouri last year. You know, he yeah. didn't get on scholarship until this offseason. season, uh, and he just had 300 total yards of offense by himself. And he's a running back. Yeah. You know, he had 200 yards on the ground, hundred, another hundred plus in the air. Um, you know, and, and this also showed me that 
Tennessee stands no chance against UGA next week. Or this I agree. Week. I agree. Um, I agree. You know, if, if UGA is going to get beat, it's going to have to be by Alabama. You know, we know what happened last time. We, we faced UGA in, in the SEC mm. championship game. Oh. We beat the living dog shit out of them. Mm. Um, oh. We were. We were beating them up again until we were down both of our star wide receivers. Mm. Uh, but uh, we're we're gonna have to do the job ourselves, man. So um, yeah, Tennessee they fucking suck. Oh, so you got a message for Georgia and to Mark or guy Mark? Okay, all right, okay, all right. So with that being said, um, and Ben, ben Fair, by the way, I watched this game, by the way, Arizona, Colorado, by the way. Shout out to Arizona. Man, I love that coach, man. Shout out to you, man. You, shout out to you, Ben, because this coach from Arizona is legit, man. I, I like what I see. Shout out to the Coleman, the running back. Uh, they won by a field goal. Um, it's, listen, Colorado fans, just relax. This is the first year for Deion Sanders. It's okay. We knew this was going to happen, Ben. Even you said it uh, two podcasts ago. I mean, you, you, you said on this podcast, you said, don't be surprised if Colorado was going, goes on a losing streak. So can you tell Colorado fans to calm down? And obviously, uh, you can tell Arizona fans to get ready for this for the for their future uh, for their team because their coach is really good, man. Yeah, Arizona, man, this team has really come on uh, the last five weeks of the season. Uh, yeah. They they absolutely came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, you know, teams, Thanks. you know, teams weren't really blowing them out early, like games yeah. were close, but they weren't closing the games. Now they're, they're fucking punching you in the mouth from the start of the whistle until the very end. Yes. Um, this is not a team you want to face in the Pac-12. And I'm sure Oregon and Washington are extremely happy. They don't have to face this team in the last two weeks of the season because, Arizona is one of those, like, uh, they're a spoiler team, man. Yeah. If you face Arizona and you had uh, college football playoffs uh, aspirations, they're a team that would probably knock you out of the playoffs. Like, yeah. they are that good. They can run the ball. Noah Fufita has been terrific ever since yeah. he took over as a starting quarterback. Yes. This guy's only a redshirt freshman. He still has potentially three more years of college. Uh, you know, he is built like Tua, but he's a lot more athletic than Tua yeah. uh, was in college. He, he doesn't necessarily uh, – isn't as, as accurate as Tua, Tua was, yeah. but – I think Noah's got maybe a little bit stronger arm than he does. Like I said, he's already faster than him. Um, you know, watch out for Noah Fafita. He he could really be a quarterback that a lot of people are talking about come okay. two or three years from now in the NFL draft. Um, their defense, um, I was shocked that, you know, Colorado got out to, um, you know, their quick lead because yeah. this Arizona team has been so good defensively. Like, I, I – you almost don't know what the identity of this Arizona team because they've been doing so many great things on both sides of the ball. Like yeah. they're just a very good cutthroat team. And um, it's, it's been amazing to see. This is why I love college football so much is because you have, you have these schools that do this here late in the year and they go on these crazy runs, Runs, yeah. Um, you know, and, and maybe next year, uh, you know, if a, if a team like Arizona, you know, does this next year or, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be Arizona because I think, you know, people now know how good this team is or expect this team to be able to replicate this next year with a good portion of their guys surely to come back. 
know, say a team just comes out of nowhere and with next year's landscape of the college football race with the 12 team, you know, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't, I, I, I could buy into, you know, the 12 team, uh, you know, tournament because right now, I, I really like the four team. I usually, I originally liked the the just four team, yeah. national championship team. Yeah, uh, you know, I had to buy into the the four team, and you know, like I said, I'll, I'll eventually buy into the twelve team just because college football. You didn't like you didn't like the fourteen uh, format. I didn't like it initially. You know, uh, I didn't like it initially. Uh, I had I had to buy into it after a couple years, um, but. I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna take me a little bit longer to buy into this twelve team, unless we have teams like this Arizona team that just come out of nowhere, just smack teams in the mouth. I mean, they won what three straight games against yeah. ranked opponents. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's that's, that's pretty damn good. They were beating. I wish USC teams. was doing that. Yeah, me too. Um, for Colorado, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if 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 I had nice things to say about them, like, honestly, if I was a Colorado fan, I would be they're extremely mid. worried. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they fall in that same boat as you guys. They don't play. I don't even think they have defensive players playing defense outside of Travis Hunter. Like you watch their defense and you, you think JV, you immediately think that's gotta be the JV team. Like they're getting beat up so bad on that side of the ball. It's, it's, it's a joke. And DL said uh, like this, man. Yeah, yeah, but I don't have nice things to say for Colorado fans. Like I don't have anything to say that could, you know, maybe bring down your nerves. Because if I'm Deion Sanders, dog, I'm looking at Texas A&M. Uh oh, uh oh. I'm looking at if I'm Deion, I'm looking at Texas A&M. Like, why would you not? Like, you went from Jackson State that had. No to little money for their for their sports. And Dion had to put a ton of money into it, right? And turn Jackson State into a very dominant program yes, at their level. And he really put them back on the map. Shout out to all HBU schools. Yes, sir. Um, and then he goes to Colorado. Colorado was probably just as bad off as Jackson State when it came they to funding for sports. One win, one win. Yeah, yeah. They, they, no one, they don't even have a baseball program. No, they don't. They don't even have a baseball team. Like, that shows you how little they put into sports at Colorado. They're a major academic school. Yeah. Uh, I believe they also have a very good nursing program, our medical program. But um, – you know, they, they don't really care about sports that much. Um, so if I'm Dion, who's over the last four or five years of my coaching career, yeah. has been dumping my own money into this school, why would I not want to eventually, you know, start really getting compensated for my abilities? If so he goes I, I, because then he'll have expectations, Ben Fair. So wait, ben, There'll be expectations. So, so Ben, I got a question for you. So, what you're Dion saying, ain't afraid to try to reach those. Though. So, Ben, I got a question for you. So, are you telling the Colorado fans in this podcast that you should be beware that Deion Sanders could lead the first first year and go to Texas A&M this next next year? Yes, one hundred percent. Because um, you know, Shador Sanders can transfer. I agree. Shiloh yeah. can tra- can transfer again. Travis Hunter can transfer again. Um, 
and they already have stars over there. They have just in 2022, like I said, they had the number one recruiting class in the country that was arguably one of the greatest recruiting classes to ever exist. Uh, they they had like number one player at every single fucking position almost, it seemed yeah. like. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, after last year's terrible season, a f- you know, a few of them transferred, but a- some of them stayed, and especially on the defensive side of the ball, and it worked out. They're a yeah. very good, they're a very good defensive team this year. You know, after Connor Weakman went down, you know, they were bound to fall off with Max Johnson. Max Johnson's not the best college football quarterback, you know? Yeah. They really had a shot with Connor Weedman. And if they didn't lose Connor Weedman, maybe Jimbo Fisher lasts one more year. Um but and also you know, Ben with the money with the they money. Have, they had top talented they had top talented you know wide receivers there. They had talented yeah they, like I said they already have a top twenty five defense in the country already. Yeah. You know all, a lot of their defense will only be juniors next year. Yeah. Um you know, they're the richest college in the country. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, yeah. They're, the money that Dion would have to just Ridiculous. be able to Ridiculous. go and dump into NIL and just recruit every fucking Woo! top-notch transfer, could just go give the money to every top-notch uh, kid coming out of high school at their position. And I got – and some people be like, oh, but what about all the egos then? You know, blah, blah, egos. Blah, blah. Oh everyone, everyone, everyone's going to think about, you know, oh, I'm the number one player in my position coming out of high school. Or I'm the number one transfer in the portal. How are you going to control the egos? We've, we've seen Dion get guys to be able to buy into a system. Yep. Um, you know, this year it was just unfortunate that, you know, he had a, he had a major turnover. Yeah, uh, you know, he took over a team that was already god awful, so he didn't yeah. have much to already work with. Um, you know, but if I'm Dion, I'm I'm not saying I'm going to Texas A&M because I feel like Dion would wouldn't feel right as a person making that yeah. switch after a year. Yeah, but if I'm Dion, I'm at least talking about it with my family. I'm at least. Yeah. Oh yeah, talking about it with myself, like man, I could really go to Texas A and M and demand like a hundred and twenty million dollars. Ben, like always, say money talks. Money talks. Yeah, man, Dion loves money. We all know that. Oh yeah, there you go. Now, with that being said, Ben, uh, Utah and Washington. Your thoughts with that? Any thoughts with Michael Penix? Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, playing against uh, Utah. It's a good win for Washington, and yeah, um, your thoughts about the game. How did you like? How did you did you like Michael Penny's play? You know, Utah had the lead there at the, at yes, the very did. end. Um, you know, um, that was a very impressive um, drive for Michael Penny and them to come back and be able to yeah. take that victory at the uh, down, down late in the game. Yep. Uh, but Michael Penny wasn't impressive. Uh, mm. He was inconsistent left and right. Obviously, obviously, the, the the throws he was able to complete uh, resulted in some big yardages. Uh, but yep. that's a lot of that's a lot of credit to, to his receivers. I mean, Roma Dunzi, Jalen Polk. Uh, you know, those those are top talented and, and potential. You know, first round, second round wide receivers in this year's draft. So, 
Um, you know, they all did incredible. Yep. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, Michael Penance was able to be a top 10 defense. You know, they yep. remain undefeated. Uh, you know, they already have the victory over Oregon. Uh, they got to face them again. But if you have some inconsistency issues like that, like how you did against Utah, against Oregon, um, you know, Bo Nates in the offense, they're, they're going to have an easy time against Washington's defense. You know, they're, they're yeah. not one of the best. They're not one of the worst. They're, they're, they're a, you know, a league, a league average. But, um, you know, I, I expect Bo Nates to, to have a massive game against them in, in the rematch. So Michael Pennants can't have the performance he did against Utah, against Oregon. Yep, and Miami and Florida State. Miami, Florida State, man. Um, I didn't watch this game. I, I kind of watched it from afar. Um, you know, once I heard Tyler Van Dyke wasn't going to be playing and their, Miami was going to be playing their freshman. Oh, same thing, yeah. Um, you know, congrats to him for getting, you know, two, to his first two passing touchdowns of, the, of his uh, young college career. But, yeah, uh, you know, extremely inconsistent. Yep. Uh, you know, had – couple big plays from Jacoby George but you know outside of that you know it, it was this is just kind of like Florida State not playing up to their potential and and I think it's the reason why the committee should take a, a big look at them because you know Miami is playing decides to make a switch from Tyler Van Dyke who was getting a lot of praise early in the season to yep. a freshman back late in the year yep. you, you should go you should be able to hold them to, to less than two scores uh you know you should be able to put 35 plus easily on this Miami team and, and it was a pretty lackluster performance uh you know unfortunately Florida State's probably going to be undefeated all the way until the end of the season uh, yeah I think you have to play what UNC yeah and the ACC title game but um you know that that's really their last you know, true test because their last two weeks of the schedule are, are pretty freaking easy. Yeah, and now here we go, Ben. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't watch this game because you know I saw when um, Jackson Dar got hurt, and I'm like, yeah, George got this. Another, another look at that, Ben. Another injury. Um, any thoughts about this game? I heard Brocker did well. Uh, Shouts out to Titans Georgia, but look at that, man. Georgia fans are getting cocky. You can't blame them. They're going to, they're going, to, they're on a winning streak. Go ahead, Ben. Oh, uh, Brock Bauer. Oh, yeah, Brock Bauer did come back. Uh, no, man. Brock uh, Bauer Andrew, is a beast. Brock, Brock Bauer is generational. Uh, you know, For Andrew, sure. called it, Andrew called it on his show, man, uh, and I questioned it. Lad McConkley, man, he's had three great weeks uh, in a row, man. He, he's been tremendous uh, in the absence of Brock Bauer's. Uh, you know, they just ran the – the ball down Ole Miss fucking throat. Yes, they did. Uh, from start to finish. They they gave everybody on Georgia's offense got an opportunity to run the ball, it seems like. Uh, and, and Ole Miss just can't do anything about it. Uh, you know, one thing for, for uh, uh, Ole Miss is they unfortunately had to get our scraps of a defensive coordinator and Pete Golden. Yeah. Um, I'm super happy that that motherfucker is not calling my defense anymore or else this would probably be the same outcome in the SEC title game. Um, Pete Golden and Pete Golden kind of went out of – He's better than the Grinch. (laughs) Yeah, facts. 
Pete Golding kind of left Alabama with a sour taste in his mouth. And, yeah. uh, you know, as bad as I wanted Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss to get this win, I, I'm not too mad at it because Pete Golding got a fucking beat down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's facts. And now with the Michigan-Penn State game and it sinks. Ben, listen, Nick and Ben, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. I, I, I haven't said on my buddy, my buddy show. Listen, man, you know what I call James Franklin? James Fraud, Fraud, Fraud because you know why? Because this, remember when this man lost to Clay Helton? Uh, interesting. And this guy has Saquon Barkley. Anyway, listen, man, this guy cannot be Michigan. He cannot be Ohio State. Um, listen, Ben, you're right. I mean, Penn State, they, they listen, I like you, Albert, but they need shit. They need another jog doctor. I don't, I don't know if you see one in Penn State now. But anyways, Ben, your thoughts? No. Scouts of Michigan? They won without Jim Harbaugh, and I'm sure Jim Harbaugh did not care because as they knew, they he knew, he, he, even he knew it that Michigan was going to be Penn State because when they see when they always see James Franklin, it's a, it's a W. Go ahead, man. Um, I don't, I don't really care about the Harbaugh stuff too much. Um, I don't feel like he's going to be in Michigan too much longer. I think really? He, he's probably, yeah, I feel like he's tired of it, man. Like, NCAA has been going after him for like two, three years now. Um, you know, eventually, eventually, a guy's just gonna get fucking tired of all the bullshit with NIL, especially with Michigan. You know, not really being able to do it as much as everyone else because of being in the state of Michigan, they don't necessarily allow it in, in certain aspects. So, uh, but you know, this this was a, this was a very ugly game. Uh, it was, you know, from start to finish, both quarterbacks were fucking awful. Um, neither one of them wanted, looked like they really wanted to throw the ball and make a completion. Yeah. Um, JJ, ben, what, JJ, like Ma- JJ McCarthy, a lot of Michigan fans love him. They think he's a star. But. I mean, didn't uh, on Andrew's show uh, yesterday, Darnell or somebody say, like, Michigan ran the ball 31 times uh-huh, in the uh-huh. second half? Like, bro, they just – like, that's how – like, that's how much – they had in J.J. McCarthy that they said, All right, we just need you to like it. Hey, J.J., you might as well just play center and just give it to nice. Blake Corn and Donovan Edwards. Like, there's no reason for you to throw the ball. Don't waste your time. Like, eight attempts, eight attempts for a quarterback, um, <laughs> that, that's that's so laughable. Uh, thankfully for them, Blake Corum had his best game of, of probably the season so far this year. Obviously, he's yeah. been getting touch, touchdowns galore. I believe he leads the country in, in rushing touchdowns with like 18. But he's only he only has – he's like just shy of 800 yards rushing. Uh, so he's being used in the red zone, but he's not really being used much else, much else uh, anywhere else. But Drew, Drew – for Drew Aller, to his defense – yeah, he just doesn't. He just doesn't have a wide receiver on his team. He doesn't. He doesn't. Like, they they need to go put a tracker on somebody to go find some wide receivers because they they currently don't have one on their entire team. They have yeah. their, their wide receiving core has been atrocious all season long. Whether it's drop passes, whether it's running the wrong routes on Drew Aller, yeah, uh, you know whether it's not being able to separate, whether it's not you know. Uh, attacking the ball at the apex, um, you know, and, and it's unfortunate for Drew because it, it's made him look, you know, very, very bad, especially these last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, but he's still a young guy. What, it's his first year starting in college football. Um, you know, 
a lot of people talk about Drew Aller, you know, being one of the top picks for next year. I, I honestly, if he, unless they get a wide receiver yeah. out of, out of yeah. nowhere for next year, I honestly don't think Drew Aller declares until the following year in what, 2026. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, before we move on, Ben, and talk about the uh, week 12 picks for the college football, right? Uh, ben, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, Maxwell celebrating a win against Duke that scored 45 in them. It, it's interesting. Isn't it kind of interesting, Matt, Ben? They scored 45? I thought I, I thought I was seeing Appalachian State. My goodness, man, what, what happened here? Yeah, he's celebrating a victory against a team that had to play its third-string quarterback. Uh, for the second week in a row in the absence of Riley Leonard. on them at home? Um, you know, they, they, they like to celebrate in the weirdest ways, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand that fan base. Uh, <laughs> even though I grew, I grew up around the UNC fan base with brothers and my mom <laughs> oh, and other man. family members all being UNC fans. And the only, other, the only other Duke fan I knew growing up in my family was my grandpa. Yeah. Uh, so he was the only one I could always, ever really celebrate Duke victories with because anytime I try to talk mess to to my brothers or my mom or you know yeah. cousins or uncles, you know they would just tell me to fuck off because they were talking. Yeah. Uh, so I never, <laughs> you know, it was fun to rag on them, but I never got to really embrace. Uh, but they're they're a weird group, man. They celebrate these crazy wins, like you said, after giving up what. 45 at home? It was what, damn near 30 last year to Appalachian State just in yeah. the fourth quarter. Uh, this year, they get they just gave up. They almost they barely beat Appalachian State this year as, as well, yeah. uh, early in the season. But uh, they just gave up 22 to Duke in the fourth quarter in this game. Duke was actually winning uh, late in this game. Yes, they were. Um, you know, there was a lot of sus calls down the stretch of this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there, there were two plays in particular. Uh, I believe it was an overtime where yeah. uh, they had two offensive linemen uh, illegally downfield before the the, the the quarterback of Drake May had thrown the ball. Um, so that should have been a penalty, which would have uh, neglected uh, what was it? One of I believe one of the touchdowns. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, their touchdown that they had scored in, in, in the second overtime. But, uh-huh. um, you know, shout out, shout out to Duke, man. You know, they, they had a really strong start of the season. The unfortunate injury to Riley, uh, you know, he wasn't fully healthy in those two games that he came back. Uh, there's a good chance that a large portion of this team could come back next year. Um, you know, Mike Elko's done a phenomenal job. He's bringing in another very good recruiting class uh, for Duke standards. Uh, I'm sure he'll hit the transfer portal yeah. um, to get to, to fill in a couple key pieces. But, you know, big things are, are up for, for Duke football, man. It, it's facts, it's facts. kind of fun to watch. Facts. Now let's go with our week 12 picks. Utah at Arizona. Good game, Ben. I'm going Arizona. What about you? Utah, Arizona. I'm going to go Arizona, man. I'm a believer in them completely now. All right. Nip. Oh, I got Arizona as well. All right. 
Uh, we all got Georgia, so sorry, Tennessee fans. Uh, what about UNC and Clemson, Ben? I got Cle- You know what? Fuck it. I'm going Clemson and Clemson. What about you, Ben? I know you hate Clemson, but you got Clemson. I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not picking. You can go ahead and move on to Nick. I hate Clemson just as much as I hate UNC. Damn, yeah, so. you're picking UNC. All right, then. Okay. I'm not. Um, I'm not. No, I'm not picking this game. I hate Clemson just as much as UNC. I'm not picking. I don't, oh, I, 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 I understand game. why I you don't like uh, Clemson. I, will, no, I know why you don't even, like Clemson. No, Nick, it's not even because of that. I have family that grew up that lives in South Carolina, and they're all they all went to college at Clemson, and they're the most oh, no. arrogant pieces of shit you, you could ever meet in your life. People who go to Clemson That's crazy. Think they're the biggest people who go to Clemson think they're the biggest, baddest motherfuckers that nobody could ever touch. Like they are terrible people. Yeah. All right, well, Nick. That's crazy. All right, Nick, what do you got here? UNC or Clemson? I don't even care about Uh, the fucking Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence shit beating us in Natty. Yeah. That just makes everything worse. But, uh, yeah, I'm picking Clemson. (laughs) Okay. What about about this, boys? Washington at Oregon State. Ben, what do you got? Uh, So, we got Michael Penance versus DJ Ujulele, the man who probably should be at home. At home? Um, DJ Ujulele? Yeah, yep. DJ Ujulele. Uh I hope they I hope they pull it off, man. Uh, I hope they pull it off. Obviously, uh, our boy Kev, he, he's he's got a buddy over there, Silas Bolden. Uh, they're, okay. they're they're a really talented wide receiver. So um, I'm gonna go with Oregon State. You know, I, we I need Washington to win or to lose this game, or you know, lose one of the next three games for Alabama to have a chance. So, <laughs> That's yeah, why I'll take okay. Oregon State. <laughs> Okay. I like I like DJ too. I like DJ. Okay. I'm going to Oregon State as well. What about you, Nick? Uh I'm going to Washington. Okay. And that's pretty much all the games. All right, let's go. All right, now with the NFL. Um, Nick, since you're a Raider, I'm going to go with the Raider game first, obviously. Now, Nick, now, obviously, you saw the news, Josh McDonough's fire, hallelujah. And now, shout out to uh, your your coach now, uh, Pierce. Um, he's doing a good job. So, what, by the way, shout out to Michael Mayer. Um, he had a great game. And I felt bad for Jets fans. Yes. But anyways, Nick, uh, since you're a Raider fan, I know you're celebrating McDonough's fire. So, so, your reaction so far with the Raiders, and hopefully they chose – they choose the right coach for you guys because I want you guys to be I want Raider fans to be happy. It's fun when the Raiders are good. Yes. Um first first thing when I saw that was thank you, thank you, thank you, and double thank you. <laughs> Josh McDaniels is possibly the worst guy to have a head coaching job in the history of the NFL. Yes. This guy, all he does is go to teams and ruin them. Yes. It happened with the Broncos. Way worse than Urban Meyer. <laughs> Urban Meyer, look, Urban Meyer just look. Urban Meyer just wasn't built for the NFL. That's yeah. this. This is how it is. You know, that it's not his fault. He tried it. It wasn't for him. He go back to co- He can go back to college anytime he wants to. Some he can still be a he can still be a head coach at some level. I don't think Josh McDaniels would be a head coach at any level. Yeah. The reason why is I think his problem is he's trying to be. Bill Belichick too much. Yeah. And the thing is, if you if you only person I've really seen that didn't like Bill Belichick that I've seen was probably Asante Samuel, yeah. who was a former player. Yeah. Former players Mike, love Bill Belichick. Yeah. What about Mike Vrabel? Yeah. Well, Mike Vrabel is something different. You know, it, it's you know you can't please everybody. It's like about 
But for the majority, I've seen players really embrace him. You know, like the Willie McGinnis, you know, guys like that, Teddy Bruschi. Yeah. Those guys, they love those guys, they love Bill Belichick. Yeah. But you know, I think he's trying to fall into that category t- too much. And I'm like, dude, you really haven't done anything to really put yourself in that category. Yeah. At least by the time yeah. Bill got to the um to the Patriots, he already had a head coaching job once beforehand. And he was already established as, as one of the best defensive coordinators in the league already. Yeah. He was already a championship. To, uh, and, and, you know, and it's crazy to say that because it sounds similar. Yeah. But it's just you, you can just see the difference. You know, his tenure over there at the Browns wasn't terrible. It's just it wasn't all that. You know, the Browns, the Browns had that much talent during that time. You know, did the best he could, but yeah. he fell right to the Patriots. And, you know, he got uh, even from Bledsoe to uh, Tom Brady. And, you know, it fell right in hand what he had to do on defense. So that's the way that how worked. Long, with, how, uh, big, how long was McDaniels with New England? Like, how long has uh, he been? McDaniels has been with New England for a long time, yeah. off and on again. Yeah. I can't I, I can't put an exact number on it, but I want to say over fifty percent of the like probably close to fifty percent of the time he was the, like, the offensive coordinator. Would you say he's been with them throughout his career at least like 10, 12 years? Yes, that was yes, yeah. Oh yeah. oh yeah. And yeah, shit. Don't be, don't be surprised if he's, if he's on the page. He's going back. So I mean yeah. he's he's going so, back. I mean, even even in his duration with New England, like I'm sure there were times, obviously, he was he was calling plays, but yeah. guess who his quarterback was? Brady. And guess what Tom is not afraid to do? Check out of a play. Like, yeah. So yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of times, like, Tom got the play through his through his head, through his uh, helmet and was like, hell no, yeah. hey, yo, we running this, dog. Hey, but look, shit. though, now outside of that, look at what he did. Mac Jones' best years – in New England was with Josh McDaniels as his offensive it was, coordinator. It was. it was. You know, so it's like, you know, and he did pretty good work when he had Cam Newton as his quarterback over there, Josh McDaniels as well. So I've yeah. seen, you know, as an offensive coordinator, I think he can do his job. Yeah. I'm not saying he's one of the best offensive coordinators in the league, but it's pretty yeah. obvious yeah. that as an offensive coordinator, he's better he's better as an offensive coordinator than a head coach. Yeah. I think would him, you, him and Bill Belichick are like yin and yang. They work perfectly together. I think those guys shouldn't be would separated. You say this? Would you say this? Yeah. Like, because you, everyone calls him Bill Belichick 2.0. So, like, when he takes over the head coaching spot, do you think he's like the reason players don't like him? And I'm sure probably some coaches don't like him that are on his staff is because he's like trying to go in there demanding, demanding, demanding respect and like authority. Even though yeah. he's like you said, he's, he's never accomplished anything as a head coach. He's always been, you know, the second or third guy on the on the coaching tree behind championship teams. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, and you know, what made it painfully obvious. Devontae Adams. Yeah, yeah. Devontae Adams said, "Now this dude is making twenty million plus dollars a year, yeah. and he's saying work's not fun." Yeah. He's going to work and he's not. Played, he's not having fun. Also, also, also. Like, bro, you're around. Fo- you're around football. Oh, you said Devontae Adams was saying that. Yeah, Devontae Adams. He oh, said that. You know, he he was all like, you know, you know. Now the atmosphere is more. It's like it's fun again. And you know, jo- and Josh Jacobs said the same thing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Did, 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 did you say Josh Jacobs wanted? Yeah, he wanted. I don't think he wanted to play with him. But yeah. No. Yeah, Josh. Josh hated McDaniel's. He hated no, McDaniel's. He, he, That's he because McDaniel's didn't want him on the team. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to trade him. He, he, he never wanted he him. He never wanted him. him on his team. Yeah, 
That's he didn't crazy. want to pay him. That's crazy, dumbass. Uh, anyways, Nick. Yeah. Um, anyways, any thought with Pierce? Uh, Pierce, do you trust your Raiders? Tr- hey, listen, we'll see if Pierce gets a job. I like what I'm seeing so far. Shout out to Michael Mayer. He had a great game. Uh, but anyways, but overall, Nick, um, do you think Pierce will stay as coach, or do you think they're gonna? Hopefully, they'll find the right guy. I'm just, I'm hoping for your sake they they find uh-huh. the right guy. Um, this is what I have to say about Antonio Pierce so far. Um, don't get me wrong. You know, we beat the, uh, the Giants and the Jets. They're not the, the best teams in the world. Right. But we did just get our ass whooped by the Bears like about a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You know, so that's why. That I, yeah, you know, so it's like, you know, our, our team, just because the team is bad doesn't mean that it's a guaranteed win against us. You know. And that thir- that thirty to six win was the biggest win the Raiders have had since last year when we beat the Texans, and we still and the Texans still scored twenty plus points against us. Yeah, in that game we won by twenty. So you know that that's a big thing. It's the defense looks way better this year. They look a lot more motivated, especially since Antonio Pierce took over. I yeah. think the big thing is in the um is the fact of you know you all right, Nico. All right, cool. Um, I think it's, I think it's the fact of the way Antonio Pierce can control a locker room, yeah. and he's always been that type of guy. Even over there, you know, when he was a player, yeah. you know, he was the ca- he was a, people forget he was the captain. He was the captain. He was a team captain. He was, yeah. He's a Super he was a team Bowl captain over there, right? Exactly. He was yeah. that was a, he was the captain of the team that won against Brady and them the first time. Yeah, he did. So yeah. you know. And the thing is that, and that story that he he brought that story up during the team meeting. The craziest thing about Josh McDaniels and uh, throughout his time over there with us was this: you took over a team that went to the playoffs, dude, yeah, and they went six and ten the next year with upgraded talent on paper, at least. It was well, Devontae Adams is a, is a definitely an upgrade. Chandler Jones is an upgrade from what we had um, last year. Yeah. I mean, the year before, as far as pass rushers, you know, people can say you should have kept. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we Chandler don't got his own issues. I, I, I hope uh, he finds whatever he needs to get better. 100%. But um, yeah, because you know when this dude plays, he's definitely a great player. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's something. I don't know. It's something about that family. They're they're a little different breed. But um, the way Antonio Pierce is able to got years. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that, I think, I think it's Antonio Pierce. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think Antonio Pierce he brings the old school like L.A. Raiders swag to the yes. locker room. Yes, and you know that is, and you know that's the that's the Raiders that a lot of people that you know remember. You know, born to be the Raiders coach. You know, yeah. he, he was a fan growing up. You know, all that stuff. He was over there during, during uh, NWA. That's when he brought all in the Marcus Allens yeah. and all that. So, you know, that's really deep, deeply um, in, um, embedded into him as far as being. The thing is, if you look at our team, our team has talent. And I think we yeah, have players that are good. That uh that aren't their talents aren't been really tapped into. Prime yes. example, look at Spillane. Spillane was a journeyman linebacker until this year. 
I think he solidified yep. his spot on, on our team this year. He's not going nowhere. Well, he's a, if we sign up to a one-year deal, yeah, exactly. And, you know, hold on, Nico. Where, where'd you drop it at? <laughs> Here we go. And I think that, you know, having a guy like him. You got Nico trapped in your car. That's why he wasn't. Oh, yeah, right to the car. But um, I think that. Yeah, the fact that the players really are buying into what he's doing. And, you know, he's holding everybody accountable. You know, he's doing the things that, uh, you know, a leader is supposed to do. And, you know, guys gravitate towards that. And, you know, and, I, and he's a young dude. He's only like, what, like, he's like 42, 44 at the, at the yeah. most? Yeah. You know, he's still relatively young. So, you know, she, she's probably like the, like the um, he's like something, well, certain players on the team ought to be like their big brother or something. Yeah. So, you know, you got to put that into the factor as well. And, you know, just the instant change of culture, you, you can see it. I think that when Antonio Pierce has done these past two games, it's great, great. Solidify, solidify. In my opinion, his spot as our head coach for next year. I agree. I'll never again. Never. Bro, He's never gonna get a head. If, if anybody does it, they're idiots. Yeah. It goes to show you that like atmosphere in a locker room is a big thing because you guys did the same thing after you let go John Gruden. You guys went on a yeah. run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit different because I think that play, those players are still like John Gruden forced out. So that's a little bit different. You know, they had to get rid of uh, this dude. I think that I said this um, Bears loss, I would have fired him in. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the yeah. fact of yeah. that we got the way loss. The starting quarterback was. You got to. I got you. His name was Tyson Badgett. He and, yeah. His name was Tyson Badgett, and he went to he went to Shepherd. Yeah. yeah, you should win. Y'all that should was, be a that should be a game that you win. Y'all's biggest thing is y'all just got to start drafting better again, man. Like some of your best players on your team aren't draft are guys you guys got in the offseason. Like you guys haven't drafted top talent since Max Crosby and Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah. And you well, know, you know what's crazy Knight's about that, Ben Fair? But I mean, you know what's crazy about all that? No, yeah, Michael Mayer is ridiculous. Yeah, I think that even throughout all the bad drafting, look, if you look at even when we went to the playoffs that year, think about all the bad drafts we had. We had three straight bad drafts, really, outside. You know, like you said, outside of Josh Jacobs and uh, Max Crosby, we had three straight bad drafts that were completely like, "What the hell are you doing?" And we still made it to the yeah. playoffs. You know, yeah. we execute on those draft picks well. Who knows what our team is looking like? We might be having a we might be having a Super Bowl contending team every year if we make the right uh, choice of these draft picks. You'll be better. So, you know, than the just look. You'll be better than the Chargers and the Broncos. That's for sure. But you know, but that's not well, I, there yet. So, well, I, last question for the Raiders. Uh, this Good. this is for you, Nick. With your first and second round yeah. pick. What two what two positions do you want your team to target? First and second round. Um for for the first round pick, you have to you have to you have to get a playmaker. You know, a guy that's gonna contribute like immediately. I, we don't we need we need to stop drafting these guys. They're like, okay, maybe next year he'll be the guy. Prime example. Nothing against uh Tyree Wilson, 
but we should have drafted Jalen Carter. I agree. Preach about it. You know, but, you know, I understand why we drafted Tyree Wilson, though. The plan was for him to be our uh, rotational pass rusher, like how um, Frisco had Alden Smith. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's going to be the guy that will come in on third down or something, and, you, you know, you, you'll, you'll figure out a way to plug him in so he can he can benefit off of Max Crosby and Chandler Jones. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the Chandler Jones situation happened right before the season started, and Tyree Wilson got hurt during uh, camp. But, you know, he's gotten better each week. He's getting he's getting more and more pressure. I think that next year they need to move him towards the inside and the outside, but we'll yeah. see how that goes. Yeah. But um, Jalen Carter, he's production day one. You know, Christian Gonzalez, uh, production day one on defensive side of the ball. I'm not mad at our corners, though. You know, our, de- right, our, our defense right, is good. Right. I like I, – I love it. I love – exactly. You know, guys like that you could have drafted that have been immediate – you know, these guys are giving contribution to your defense immediately. Instantly helping your um, defense. You know, so right now we're middle-of-the-road defense. Yeah, not surprised. You know, if we if we, not, not even if we draft Jalen Carter, different yeah. story. Not surprised. Instant. Imagine Jalen Carter with Max Crosby. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, oh, my a guy, God. A, a guy that could potentially fall to you guys just because he doesn't have the, the true size of, like, a, a – um, you know, hand in the dirt edge rusher. Look for Dallas Turner, man. Alabama guy. Yeah. Obviously, I'm preaching Alabama guys, but Alabama guy, uh, super super speedy edge rusher. Doesn't have like the super physical traits like Will Anderson, but he has the moves that Will Anderson does. Uh, like I said, he's a bit faster than Will Anderson. Um, once he gets his hands on you, he, you're not getting out of him. So I would I would look for Dallas Turner to pair up with Matt Crosby for you guys. You guys. Probably I am a huge of fan of Dallas Turner. Is he I'm a huge fan of Dallas Turner. Actually, projected in the first round or second round? He's first round. First, first, first round. Like the start of the year, he was projected like, top like, five, late. but now he's projected like fifteenth. Is what yeah, I've seen a, as as his average. Is in my opinion, 15. that's a steal. I agree. That'll be a steal. It's an absolute steal. Shut up, hey man, hey, man. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a kid there's a kid out of uh, out of James Madison as well. Look for him as well. Okay, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So real, real quick before we move on, uh, Ben, you have any shout outs for this game for the with the Jets and the Raiders? Andrew, I love you, bro. But man, I feel bad for Jets fans. But I'm gonna shout out Michael Mayer. Uh, any shout out for this game, Ben? I don't know if you watched the game, but go ahead, man. Uh, no, I did not watch what what was this uh, Sunday night or Monday night? Sunday, Sunday night, yeah. Yeah. Sun, yeah, I did not watch this Sunday night football game. Uh, I was probably asleep already. Uh, shout out, shout out, my man Josh Jacobs, man. I think what Facts. his only his second hundred yard game of the season, unfortunately. Facts. But, Facts. Um, I'm I'm happy to see his you know his workload go back up again. You know th- yeah. this guy wasn't the leading rusher last year for for, for no reason. Uh, yeah. Give him the, give him the ball and pretty much move out the way. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what show I can't wait for tonight? It's your show. You know why? Broncos and Bills. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Watson is going to get at Mark. But I was, I'm just going to say this, man. Now, listen, Ben and Nick, this man, Josh Allen, was looking like Wyoming Josh Allen. I'm going to keep it real with you. He has more than Desmond Raider. And I forget the other quarterback. But listen, man, I know they, they had. I know the Bills had to do – uh, who whose fault is it? Is it Ken Dorsey or is it Josh Allen? Oh, they went Ken Dorsey. And I'm, I'm the Mark is happy, and now Joe Brady's their quarter is their OC. And now we'll see if that works out. Now shout out to Denver. Shout out to Russell Wilson. He played really well. Actually, shout out. 
it was, it's mostly shout out to their defense. They, their defense played really well. Um, ben, yes, they did. What can you tell Broncos fans and, you know, to Russ fans or to Mr. Our guy, Johnson Watson's team? Their, their team is still alive. Um, I, I, I don't know how they're doing it, but they, they are. But listen, they beat Buffalo. And we got to tell the Bills fans, and Mark, I hope, listen, I love I love Josh Allen. I, ho- I hope I hope after this game, I mean, shit, they should, they should rebound against the Jets next week. They better win that game. But anyways, well, Ben, what can you tell Broncos fans and what can you tell Bills fans? Because now they fired Ken Dorsey. And we'll see what they Joe Brady does. But men, oh men, oh men, I can't wait for Watson versus Mark for for the show tonight. But anyways, Ben, what can you say? Yeah, I mean, Russ played well. Um, you know, it didn't go super crazy with you know some three hundred yard game, but you know, it seemed like every single throw he made was a completion. I mean, yes. that throw he made to Cortland Sutton, uh, what was it, in the back of the end zone? Great catch, uh, the, to- yes. the toe tap. The toe tap, I mean, great ball placement, even better catch by Sutton. Yes. Um, Jerry Judy, man. You made a catch. Jerry made Judy. Catch. No, no, no. Jerry, you said in, 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 the, in the before, before, I think it was before the game or after the game, he, someone addressed him with the Steve Smith shit. And he said this was the last time he was going to ever talk about it. This was, I think it was before the game. And he said this was the last time he was ever going to address that situation. And I was like, okay, Jerry's gonna go crazy. The man only had 35 yards. Like, yeah. Jerry, Jerry has been so underwhelming this year. I, I really thought he was finally gonna make, you know, a breakthrough. Um, because it's a contract like, here, ain't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel Ooh. like Jerry, Ooh. I feel like Jerry, you know, being an Alabama guy, like I'm gonna hold him to the fire. You know, Standard, I expect yeah. a, I expect a lot out of Alabama players. Uh, especially at the NFL level, um, because now you're a true professional. So, um, Jerry, if Jerry, when Jerry's not hurt, like I feel like he's the offense for the Broncos is a bit more productive because Jerry, despite his speed, he can't separate. And like Jerry came into the NFL being a burner and being a route technician, and I haven't seen either one of them come to life in a single game. Like, I, I couldn't put together. I couldn't put together a, a tremendous ten-minute highlight video of Jerry Judy clips. Like he just—he's been that underwhelming since coming into the NFL, and yeah, really holding this this Broncos teams back because of it. Um, the last Josh Allen. Josh Allen was god awful this game. He was um, bad. You know, he, he was he's, bad. He's, he's been high oh yeah, he lows, was terrible. High lows, high lows, high lows, high lows all year. Um, you know, I mean, good win for the Broncos to, to what win this game on the road, but yes, um, at the end of the day, like it's the Bills, but like the Bills aren't that good this year. So, oh, so you're telling Bills fans they're pretenders? Are they pretenders? I've Vince, I've since you've known me, I've called Bills fans and say they're pretenders. Uh oh, wow, Vince, Vince, since you've known me, I've called the Bills pretenders because they're one dimensional. Like yeah. James Cook and Latavius Murray had great games today or, or yesterday, but That's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where has that been the rest of the season? It's been Josh Allen, usually the leading rusher of the team. It's they're one dimensional. They rely so heavily on Josh Allen, and then when he messes up, their fans and and their team is wondering, why well, the hell we lose? It's because you're relying so much on Josh Allen. Uh, yeah. Like I said, obviously, sounds like Cam Newton. <clears throat> My bad. <laughs> Obviously, Josh Allen had his two interceptions uh, while James Cook and Latavius went off, and that was 
the primary reason why they lost. But yeah, this this Bills team, as talented as their roster looks on paper, they can't really perform it on a consistent basis night in, night out. And, and some of it has to point at Josh Allen with his inconsistencies yeah. this year. Yeah. Well, Nick, they, uh, he, he, needs, he needs Brian Dayball. He needs Brian Dayball back immediately. I agree. I agree. I think Bills fans would agree. Uh, uh, Nick, what can you say to your division rival, the Broncos? You know, Mr. Watson. I'm sure he's going to be happy talking shit to Mark. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure to Mark. Uh, so, what's your thoughts, man? I mean, overall, I'm sure Mark is happy with the Ken Dorsey firing. Now, we'll see if Joe Brady helps them. I mean, he better help them. But no, but seriously, Nick, what was your thoughts last night, Nick? Uh, I think I think Nick, the game went out. Yeah, he probably went out. All right, but yeah. Anyways, we'll, we'll probably move on. Um, uh, Ben. Um, we'll, real quick, your thoughts, real quick. I mean, Ben, I was rooting for your commanders. Damn it, damn it. Sam Hill actually played well at the end. Shout out to Dwayne Brown, man. He caught caught the pass, man. Touchdown. Diami, Diami Brown. Yes, yeah. Thank you, thank you, Diami Brown. Uh, stop to get stop to Gibson for the touchdown. I mean, fuck, you guys had it, but Ben, what can you say about this game? You guys had it right. There. You guys were right there, but obviously, credit to Gino at the end. He got the field goal, got the win. Uh, what can you say about this game? This game was close. It really was. No, I mean, you know, we were good uh, at times on offense. I thought there was a couple moments where, you know, um, we could have gotten a score. Obviously, that um, initial uh, miss extra point. You know, kind of, you know, even though we got that touchdown, that miss session point really kind of sucked uh, from yeah. Joey Sly. But, um, yeah, I mean, good game. Um, yo, 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 I'm back, yeah, I'm so back, I'm back. So, bro, that's crazy. I was hearing y'all and everything, and I was talking, but y'all couldn't hear me. That's funny. I heard y'all say, Nick, Nick, no, Nick. No, that Nick, was hilarious. It was, it, was, it, was, it was James Harden. It was James Harden. But anyway, go ahead, man. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Uh, All right. Yeah, uh, I mean, go ahead, man. We were we were <laughs> we were good, uh, you know, down the stretch. Uh, I wish they would have went. They would have kept going back to that Brian Robinson play yes, uh, out yes, the backfield, yes, yes. uh, up the sideline. Because I mean, what Brian Robinson scored once and he took another <laughs> yards. Damn. Um, right. Damn. This man's at NASCAR event. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> You know, I was expecting them to do that that play more with like Gibson and B Rob, or even you know throw throw like a Curtis Samuel or Diami in there as well. Um, that that play was killing them. Um, you know, yeah. but yeah, guess who did the start? Brian Robinson this week though, <clears throat> idiot me. Mm. At thirty one points on the bench. <laughs> Damn, and I funny. lost. <laughs> uh, but man, for two weeks in a row, I think we got the Geno once or twice in this game, but. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Two for the last two weeks after trading our, our two premier pass rushers, we only have yeah. what one or two sacks to show for it. Lord have um, mercy. You know, it, it once again, it's why I question that trade entirely. Why do you trade your two pass rushers? Why wouldn't you trade a pass rusher and a run stopper? What like like you wouldn't trade two run stoppers, would you? No. So why would no. you trade? Two pass rushers. You you would trade one 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 of each, so you still have yeah. one at each position. Um, you know that way you can still get pressure on the quarterback, um, uh, and that way you can still hey, try and. Stop what the what was the point of resigning Deron Payne if I'm gonna do something like this? Mm. Dude, don't. I, I, I don't it makes, it makes no I, sense. 
<laughs> it made no sense whatsoever. And also because like you want to stay young and always still be able to compete. So like what I would have done, I would have traded Chase Young, right? Get yep. your third round compensation, whatever, from the 49ers. The the most valuable piece on our defense and the most expensive before the Durant, I mean Durant is taking a pay cut this year. He gets paid next year. Uh, like 20 million, 20 some million dollars. So what I would have did, I would then trade the next most expensive guy who's the oldest, Jonathan Allen. Jonathan yep. Allen is a two-time back-to-back pro bowler. He's your oldest player on your defensive line. He's your most valuable piece on your defensive line. You could get yep. a first round, you could get a, a, a first round pick for Jonathan Allen, a late round Facts. first round pick for Jonathan Allen. Facts. Why would you not take that? Like, I get it. You got your second for, for Montez. Or even if you want to trade Montez, like Chase Young is going to be cheaper than Montez Sweat because of the, because of the injury history. Yeah. So you keep Chase Young. You trade Montez. You got your second-round pick, a, a, an early second-round pick. And now you yep. trade J.A. You, at least you could at least get another early second-round pick. Now you essentially have three first-round picks. Why wouldn't you do that? That just makes more common sense. Like we yeah. still need so many pieces on the offensive line. Why wouldn't you trade the more valuable guys to, to garner more pieces in the draft mm-hmm. to be able to fix the holes within your team? Like it makes no it makes no sense. No sense. Yeah. Like Jaron yeah. Payne just got his second sack of the season. He just had eleven and a half last year. He's got two through what 10 11 weeks of the season Jay, Jonathan Allen's only got two or two or three himself why are you trading like why did you trade the guys who who what Montez was at like seven and a half or eight and then Chase was at six and a half that's what 12 sacks right there why are you are yeah that's crazy sacks right there why yeah. are you trading that Casey Tuhill has gotten no pressure guess who nope. just went down JSW so now you're down another pass Ooh. rusher. And JSW was a seventh-round pick. Casey yeah. Tuhill was a seventh-round pick. Like, you thought we were going to be able to really get pressure going from two first-round picks to two seventh-round picks? I agree that Casey Tuhill and JSW play well as rotational edge rushers. But usually when they come mm-hmm. in the game, guess who's subbed out? They're opposing offense alignment. So now they're going up against – probably that second string left tackle for a player two. So guess what? They're probably going to be able to beat them. But now you put that first, that starting left tackle, starting right tackle out there on the field every single play. And Casey Tuhill and JSW, they're not used to playing 70, 80, 90 snaps going up against first team fucking players on a nightly basis. Yeah. It was It was a recipe for failure. Yeah, um, and before we move on, um, yo, Nick, I, I, I asked you before. Before you, sorry, you had to cut off because of the anchor. Um, but, but anyways, oh, uh, the Broncos and Bills. Um, any thoughts about this game? I know you want to say fuck the Broncos because that's your division rival. But I want to see. Want, yeah, of course. I want, to see your, I want to see your thoughts about this game, man. Um, first and foremost, we gotta give the Broncos some credit. Um, I hate to do this, but they got they got two big wins back to back, which is uh really good for their season considering how it started. Yeah. And so, um, look, my son is even laughing at me talking about the Broncos. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, these are these are two very big wins if you want to build upon something. You know, the playoffs isn't 
all the way not a factor for them. Yeah. They're right there. Yeah, right there. You know, they have the same they have the same record as the Chargers right now. Yeah, yeah. And you know, yeah, and the Chargers, oh my lord, I ain't gonna talk about them. They're they're oh, fucking oh, garbage. We, 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 but anyways, oh yeah, they're they're fucking garbage. Yeah, they're they're they have one of the most talented teams in the fucking league and they can't do shit with it. They are garbage. Yeah, well yeah, yeah. But um yeah. But yeah. I think that um there was a big win for them. You know, uh Russ has been playing playing very well this year, you know, and I, I and I hate the fact that you know he get he gets caught he gets a lot of, of flack for what's going wrong with the Broncos when in all actuality is Sean Payton. Yeah. But you know they they play they played pretty well these past couple of weeks. That win against the Chiefs was huge. It was. It was a big win for them, and big win for the Raiders too. Not that we're two games behind them. <laughs> like Sean, like Payton, so, Sean Payton. Sean Payton's not making forty five million dollars though. Yeah. Yeah. That's very. Yeah, true. he's not, but. But uh, Russ hasn't been the reason why they've lost. Like they, no, they've really yeah, been bad yeah, yeah. this year, either. Yeah, he, he's played very, that, very that, well. That defense has to get way better. That defense, yeah, good. Yeah, they got they rid of everybody. So I'm gonna say they got so many missing pieces on that defense. Yeah, they got yeah. rid of everybody. They got rid of all their pass rushers, just like yeah. y'all did. Yeah, just like just <laughs> they like, had Chubb. Like, they got rid of him. Like, they 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 got rid of Randy Gregory. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So who I don't even know who their pass rushers are. Yeah. Um, uh, I had to have, I had to ask John um, when I, uh, when the uh, when the show starts back. Yeah, but it's like, come on, dude! Like, you know, you you gotta, gotta do so much. What they have a focus. They, they still got Derek Wolf. <laughs> man, oh, man, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> it's like Russ. Like Derek, you like, couldn't even say Derek without laughing. All right, go right other way. Like, like, it's, like, it's like Russ says, Broncos country, let's ride. Anyways, all right. Anyways, um. Falcons and Cardinals, um, real quick, Ben. Um, any advice for our guy Joey? I know uh, Arthur Smith finally used Bijan. Um, I chose the Cardinals. People thought I was crazy, but no, I chose a better quarterback. I chose Kyler Murray over Desmond Ritter, and I'm happy that Kyler Murray's back. Um, ben, any thoughts for our guy Doty? Because and Arthur Smith, you should have traded for Lamar. You should have traded for Sean Watson. This is what you get. Go ahead, Ben. Floor is yours. <laughs> you should have probably just signed Jacoby Brissett before we did. Um, pretty much. Uh, no, but no, Ben. Jim Heineke uh, no, from Georgia, Ben. I know, I know. I'm saying they probably should have went Jacoby huh. Brissett. They should have just ignored Taylor Heineke. I was happy when they gave Taylor Heineke. You're like, money. hallelujah. Remember, Jody um, was celebrating. You know, I was having to fight my own fan base because they were so <laughs> upset. Like, I was like, why are y'all crying? No, Nick, over he, really, he really did. He really did. Um, you know, that's crazy. Like, what did they expect? They expected a guy who has to throw his entire body and into every single throw yeah. as as their quarterback. They put faith in that guy. They put faith in the guy that yeah. he had like this dude almost falls over has to fall over. He has to put so much into like a 40 yard deep route. Like he, he's you know, I, I'll give it to him. He's got the charisma and poise and all this and that, you know. The, the qualities they only like in white quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Uh, for some reason, <laughs> like when the white quarterback has that stuff. Oh, it's cool. Um, but you give a guy like Josh Dobbs, people are ignoring his success and stuff. But they yes, want Josh Dobbs is here. balling. Yes, sir. But they they, they want to come. He over is here balling. And crown Taylor Heineke. Like what the fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here with Taylor Heineke. Thank you, oh, Arthur man, Smith. For, Remember that Tampa Bay game? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm with I'm with Ben Fair. I'm with Ben Fair on this uh, on this on this topic 100. percent 
thank you, Arthur Smith, for giving Bijan the fucking ball again. Like, yes, thank sir. you. Finally. Uh, I told you, Bijan. What is wrong with Arthur Smith? He sucks. <laughs> thank you for giving. <laughs> no. Thank you for giving Bijan eighteen oh. to twenty-four touches. Um, you know, Bijan's your Been only, fair. Really, your only player on the offensive side of the ball that's able to produce on a nightly basis. That's because I'll get the ball to fucking Kyle Pitts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Pitts kind of does some of that shit on his own, though. Uh, Kyler Murray, man. Kyler Murray was <laughs> playing out. like he, he, he looked like he was playing on double SP weekend, bro. Like, he looked fast. Like, yeah. like um, that man, Call of Duty servers must have been down or something because he was playing <laughs> with a, a different level of aggression. Uh, that scramble that he made to pick up that first down, that shit was crazy. That man, that man ran like 50 yards just to pick up 10. Uh, but it was such a pretty thing to watch. Um, you know, we've been talking about tight ends. Shout out Trey McBride, man. Really coming sure, yeah, alive yeah. Uh, since getting that starting role after what? Zach, Zach Ertz was a tight end uh, when he went yeah, down. Yeah. Uh, shout out Trey McBride, man. Ever since uh, I think it was a couple of weeks ago when it was like tight end, tight end day or whatever, Trey McBride's been balling out for the Cardinals. So, um, I thought favorite. I thought the Falcons I thought the Falcons were gonna pull it off at the end, uh, yeah. but hey, Arizona came right down the field, got the field goal, uh, took up took the victory home. Shout out Arizona. Yes, sir. All right, Lions, Chargers. I know, I know, Nick is going to make fun of the Chargers. I'm, of course, you can. Of course, you can. Um, no, but seriously, shout out to Jameer Gibbs. Oh, look at that bay. You see what happened when they actually use them? Oh my goodness! But listen, shout out to Keenan Allen. He had a great game, great catch. Um, uh, but of course, I'm not really surprised that the Lions beat a you know Brandon Staley type of team. But Ben, I want to hear your thought because give your guy Jameer Gibbs a shout out because you see what happened when they use them. Oh my goodness! No, no shit, right? Yeah, I'm gonna start with the Chargers first. Justin Herb Justin Herbert played a, a pretty pretty impressive game, but Justin kind of has kind of has those tendencies Josh Allen does, you know, kind of uh, inconsistent at times with throws. Justin's issue is usually he's inconsistent late in games uh, when when the pressure when the pressure is on. You know, we saw it at Oregon, uh, and he's starting to really show it at the NFL level. The more and more yeah. he plays. Uh, he's still super talented. Don't get me wrong. I would take him on my team in a heartbeat. But yeah, when, pressure yeah. is, when, when pressure is on, he, he kind of tends to fold it just a little bit. Uh, but I want to shout out Keenan Allen, man. People told me the, the, at the start of the season, Keenan Allen was done. People told That's me crazy. this man was was gone, that he was washed after his injury last year. Um, hey, that's because they were bullshitting. <laughs> Keenan Allen is still a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. Um, point blank period. Top five blank. route runner for sure. Yes. Top top five all time route runner. Um, you know the, his hands incredible. The route running incredible. The way he uses his body and contorts his body to catch back shoulder back shoulder throws incredible. Um, you know. I, I hey, you know where he was going if he didn't restart the Chargers, right? Oh, I do not. Ooh. You know where Raiders? he was going to go? Raiders. He's a Raiders fan. Wow. Oh, dang. Hey, that, that, yeah. Adams, yeah, he's a Raiders Adams fan. Keenan Allen. Devontae oh, Adams and Keenan Allen. Oh, that would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, there's man, no doubt. This this Chargers defense is fucking trash, dude. Like, they have so many talents. <laughs> they have so many talented players on that defense from yeah. Watt and um, Khalil Mack and Derwin yeah. James. Yeah. Khalil um, Mack's been a bust this year. He only played one uh, good game. Asante, Asante Samuel Jr. 
you know, they got players all over the field that other teams would, would love to have, right? And they gave up almost 200 yards on the ground. They gave up over 330 yards in the air. They allowed three players to have 100-plus yards or more. Like, yeah. what the hell is going on on the Chargers' defensive side of the ball? Like, do you guys share the same – They should have kept J.C. Jackson. As the Chargers? Yeah. Do you, do you guys share the same defensive coordinator? Does USC oh and the Chargers share the same coaching staff on that side of the ball? Like, my Lord. Um, this – they played terribly, and they still somehow won this game. So, uh, you know, it shows you, like, how close they always are, but they can never seem to really get over the hump and close a game out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ben Fair, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you, Ben Fair. This, this, this is the this is Chargers' biggest problem, you know, and this from somebody, you know, I, I don't give a shit about the Chargers. It's hilarious to see them lose the way they lose. But their, their biggest problem is this. Khalil Mack, as great as Khalil – But he's such an underachiever at times. Can you hear me yes, now? It's yeah. right because the area I'm in. Yeah, you, but he's such, he's such an – Because this dude, he should be winning this matchup every week. But it's like, it's, it's like he yeah. chooses when he wants to be that guy. Prime yeah. example – before the Raiders game, he had zero sacks, and for some and you know Josh McTrash makes him make him helps him get six sacks in one game, and I think he has like eight on the season. Like that's terrible. He's got, yeah, you know that, that's nine. not good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like you know you should you you're and you're a future Hall of Fame pass rusher. Yeah, and Joey Bosa, mm-hmm. oh Lord, Joey Bosa is. In my opinion, I'd be done with him in San Diego. I mean, in uh, L.A. with the chart, I'm. Do- I'd be done with Joey Bosa. This dude is like, terrible. Yeah, you look. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I can't yeah. stand. Joey. I'd be like, done with him. The the reason I don't like Joey Bosa is Joey Bosa is a tremendous trash talker. Right when he's on the football field. Yeah. And then yep. what was it last last year when a fan caught him? Get, getting ready to go in to see the 49ers play a playoff game, a fan was giving shit to Joey Bosa, and Joey Bosa couldn't take it, and he wanted to fight the fan. And I was like, bro, like, you talk so much shit on the football field, and we've seen you talk mess on social media, and then when someone addresses you publicly, you can't take it? Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because he for sure was talking shit about Carr um, uh, last year after the first game. Oh, when you know, Carr, we know when the pass rush on, he's near in the headlights. The next game, he didn't do shit. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's Joey, Joey Bosa. I think Joey Bosa, uh, in my opinion, he's he's probably an above average pass rusher at best, in my opinion. You know, because he should be way better than what he is as far as physically and everything. You said the trash talk. He should be one of the best pass rushers in the league, but he's not. Consistently every year, he's not the best pass rusher, and, and it makes no sense, especially when his brother hey, is an absolute he monster. He he fell he, off he, the he second his brother. He fell off the second his brother came into the league. The moment he got into the league, he was he was like an afterthought. Yeah, I swear it was like Bosa. Who? Oh, Nick Bosa. Oh yeah, that guy's a monster. His brother, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, and which is hey, crazy hey. because you know they hey, said Nick, that at Ohio hey. State though. Nick, it became, damn, Nick Bosa got a brother? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah, for real. Yeah. That's exactly how it got. Seriously, it really got to that point. And then, you know, he's consistently hurt. 
And you know, he wants to, you know, he held out and all this other stuff. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, like you're acting like you're your brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like on the real, you yeah. you act like you're your brother and you're not that good. And I remember when he was at Ohio State, yeah. they said it. They was like, you know, Joey Bosa's good, but his brother who's not playing, he's better than him. They said it while he was there. Yeah. And yeah. it was the truth. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You ain't lying there. You ain't lying there. Um, which, by the way, shout out to St. Fry. He had a good game as well. Now, now this game. Speaking of a quarterback that's from California, and Nick, I, I'm, I'm sure you were high on this guy. Shout out to our, my guy, CJ Stroud. And Ben, you were high on them. You were telling everybody he was the truth. Um, you know, he's going to break the Ohio State curse. And right now, he's balling. Um, you know, shout out to Don Scholes. Shout out to Singletary. Shout out to the Texas defense. Shout out to um, shout out to Rankin. Um, yeah, man. Um, you know, they beat the Bengals, man. And I'm, CJ Stroud, I mean, if he keeps balling like this, he better be get the MVP. But anyway, Spencer, your thoughts? And, man, they beat the Bengals. And the Bengals, they are in trouble of making the playoffs, by the way, if you look at the schedule. But, Ben, your thoughts? And shout out to CJ once again. Yeah, I was super happy with CJ, man. Um, you know, he wears that number seven jersey very proud. Yes, sir. Um, you know, the last – Last quarterback I loved that wore that number was Mike Vick. Yes, sir. Um, so CJ CJ to wear that number means a lot to me. Um, but he's been playing tremendous, man. You know, really his only bad game um, was and against was against Bryce Young. Yeah, he was. Uh, you know, obviously they weren't able to push the ball down the field. They weren't able to really run the ball against that Panthers team. Um, you know, and that was the only game he didn't score a touchdown in. Uh, so he, he's, he's mm-hmm. really stepped it up. Uh, well, he only has two, two freaking interceptions on the season. Like, that's crazy. We're, we're what, 11, 10, 11 weeks into the season, this dude only has two yep. interceptions? He's a freaking yep. rookie, man. With, with, he's a fr- and look, he's a and his best rookie. receiver being like, what, Nico Collins? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, well, and, and, like, I love, and I love Nico, but, like, no one thought Nico was going to start the year the way he did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he, well, he had, like, five, he had, like, 500 yards receiving for the first yeah. three or four weeks of the season. He was going and ben, absolutely you're, and ben, insane. You were right about Tank. Ben, you were um, right about Tank Dell. Keep going. Yeah, me. bro, Tank Dell, man, coming out of Houston. Yeah, I, his senior year or last year, someone introduced me to Tank Dell, and I sat down and watched all Houston games last year, and I fell in love with Tank Dell. He's a he's a small guy, slot receiver. He's got top end speed if he needs it, but he's. His first step is so quick. His shiftiness, he's so shifty. His route running ability is underrated. Like people, I mean, it was like his strength coming into the draft, but like it's still not talked about enough. Like his ability to get in and out of his cuts out of his, in his routes is crazy, man. Yes. Um, He's got us, you know, over the course. It reminds you of Hunter Renfro. Facts. Yes, but better, but better. Like his speed, yeah, is what makes him but faster. Stand out. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. I could, get, I, I could get behind like a way faster Hunter Renfro. Like that's not terrible, bro. Like, for sure. Yeah, that's not. That's Tank, not. Yeah, for sure. Tank Dell is the absolute truth. I love that he's having uh, a great start to his to his uh, NFL career. He's going to be in the NFL yeah. for a very long time. Uh, I wish him all the health in the world. He should have never fallen in the draft. He was Fact. easily one of the top five best receivers in the country last year. Easily, um, yes. But, man, all like as great of a job CJ did last week and he did this week, bro, Noah Brown, man. Yes. Noah Brown, 
Yeah. Uh, that catch, that catch at the end to get them in the field goal position, he had two guys on him and he broke both tackles and took it for what another 20, 30 and ben, yards. And ben, and ben, and Ben, you know, you know what you know what Coach Dante said? A lot of Cowboy fans were talking shit. They're like, he's a nobody, no one bounds a nobody. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Yeah, and they got rid of and they got rid of Dalton Schultz for peanuts. Like, mm. thank you. I'm so happy mm. you guys gave. I'm so happy y'all gave Dalton Schultz to CJ Stroud. I I, I wish Thanks. this would have been. This should have been Bryce Young. Bryce Young should be here in Houston. It's unfortunate he's not, but I'm I'm so happy for CJ Stroud. Uh, I hope he continues this over the course of his career. Uh, but so far through his rookie. Through his rookie season, um, he, he's definitely broken the Ohio State curse. Yes, Nick. Oh, yeah, sure. Were, Nick, were you were you high on CJ Stroud? Hey, he's a California native as well. Um, no, I wasn't that high on him, but I saw him progressively get better uh, throughout his uh, his his last year in Ohio State. And but the thing is, like for me, like even when I see guys play well, like I've you know I'm I'm a trend person. Like I've seen this story before with Ohio State quarterbacks, but you know what really changed my perspective of them was the was the uh was the last game of the, the playoff game. The playoff game made me look at him a whole different way. The Georgia, yeah, the Georgia whole game, yeah, different way. Yeah. 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 Cause boy, if Marvin Harrison Jr. wouldn't have got hurt, oh boy. Oh boy. Uh Georgia hey, may not be back to back checks. <laughs> they may not Nick. be back to back checkers. They had nobody for him. Nick, think about this. If Marvin Harrison doesn't yes, get sir. hurt, if J-Mo doesn't get hurt, if John Mechie doesn't get hurt, Georgia doesn't have a national championship, period. Mm. Not back-to-back, mm. period. They don't win one, period. We were up, what, 10 or 14 mm. against them in that natty when J-Mo went down? Yeah. They don't win. Yep. And we beat yeah. them by, what, t- 21 in the SEC championship game when we had Mechie and J-Mo? They don't win. Period. Yep. If, the, if these top end wide receivers don't get hurt. No, Ben, I'm with you, but if you tell those Georgia fans, they get pissed off. And that's what's funny. Keep going. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm one, I'm one of those people where, look, when you, uh, sometimes you need a little bit of luck to win. You know, sometimes some shit got to go you your do. way. You do. You know, it's not always about, you know, I'm the best team, though. Sometimes shit just got to fall your way. Yeah. And it's, it does happen to fall their way throughout the, at the right time for them. Yeah. But I have to agree. I, yeah. Like, uh, for sure, like you know, some stuff had to go their way to win, but their team is still like they still haven't won. But anyways, um, <laughs> CJ Stroud this year is definitely—he's broken the Ohio State curse. Yes, he has. Ohio State may not yeah. even have a, a, another good quarterback for another like ten years the I way agree. he is, but he broke the curse. <laughs> he broke the curse. Yes, he did. But the yeah. kid is—he yeah. always been good though, even like throughout high school and you know, you know, his Pop Warner days. He's always—he's been good. <laughs> You know, um, I think he is doing what everybody thought that um, Bryce Young was going to do. But yeah. Bryce Young issue, yeah. Bryce Young's biggest issue is the guy he need got traded up over there to uh, to Chicago. Yeah, we don't need to make sure <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You ain't lying there. Yeah, that there. that's all they they just need. He just needs one weapon. That's it. Just one. He doesn't have no weapons over there. But um, I think that. Um, CJ Stroud has made the the right moves. He's he's doing everything he's supposed to. He's playing like a guy's been in the league for a couple of years. Yes. Yes. So, yes. you know, yes. I think the NFL game has came to him, you know, a little bit easier than people thought. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think that Houston has a lot 
to build upon in the future, even on defense. You know, I haven't seen uh, Will's name get call, uh, called too often, but you know, on defensive plays, it's not always about the uh, what the stats man, show. Man. You know, it's you know your impact can go beyond the stats. My man getting double teamed as but, a rookie, though, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. You know. You know your uh, your number for a defense, especially a pass rusher. You know I know that for a fact because of Max Crosby. Sometimes yeah. your, your numbers yeah. don't show your your impact on the game. Yeah. yeah. So because uh, I've yeah. seen him make some plays, like you said, he gets double teamed as a rookie. So that shows you something right there. Well, but now, yeah, this this Houston team is good. They're very well coached. Yes. I knew when they got D'Amico Ryan from the yes, very sir. beginning that they were going to be good. I knew they're going to uh, be good. Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, he went to Alabama. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. yes, sir. Now, with that being said. Nick and uh, Ben, can we give a shout out to this astro? You know, uh, Josh Dawes, man, this man was was going to be an astronaut. I, I mean, I'm I'm loving this part of the NFL, man. I'm happy with Josh Dawes. Shout out to Chris Olave, he played well as well. Ben, I got a question for you, Ben. Did uh, did, did Jameis Winston before he went to the game? Did he did he uh, test the ground before the game? Like, like good. Anyway, uh, I think. Oh yeah, I that think, was stupid. I think Jameis. When, I think he was eating crabs on the sideline when Derek Carr went down, and his fingers yeah, were was. just full of garlic butter or something. He was, but Ben, what's your thoughts, man? This is a great story with Josh Dobbs. I mean, dead ass serious. Shout out to the Vikings, and keep on winning, Vikings. Great story. I mean, shit. I mean, Dobbs is playing better than Cousins right now. So go ahead, Ben. Yeah, just shout, out Josh, <laughs> shout out Josh Dobbs, man. Um, I remember at the beginning of the season when he – got signed by the Cardinals uh, after not making the squad, the Brown squad. Uh, I remember saying on our buddy Andrew's show that, like, damn, Josh Dallas would probably just go back to NASA. Like, he's way too smart to be playing <laughs> This guy, Ben, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I owe Josh Dallas an apology because, like, he he's killing it this year, you know? He, yes. he made – he helped Arizona be a super competitive team, you know, despite yeah, the yeah. record. They were Yo, in every it, single yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, you know, he comes into Minnesota, you know, last week and uh, has no cadence with his offensive line, no rhythm with his wide receivers, and he comes back and wins that wins that game. And now here at home, his second week in Minnesota, he plays another terrific game. You know, he already shows a connection with Addison and T and TJ Hawkinson. Uh, and he and he beat a very good defensive New Orleans Saints team. Yeah. So um, man, Josh, yeah. God, I owe you an apology, man. You're, you're you're killing it this season, dude. I hope you continue it. Yeah, but Nick, anything to here? Uh, Josh, man, you know it's good to see that you know he, he he's gonna keep a job in the NFL. He may not be a sure. starter from now on, anyways, but he he's gonna keep he's gonna have a job for for sure. The NFL's gonna, he don't keep getting NFL checks some way somehow. Cause this dude, he can go in there and go in for your quarterback. You like, like you know, your quarterback's gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, you can bring this guy in. He can, like you said, make your team competitive. Uh, yeah. People thought that you know there was no Kyler Murray. You know uh, that uh, that they were just going to be terrible. The, the Cardinals and all that. Oh, the Cardinals going to be taking for Caleb. You know all that stuff. Man, the yeah. Cardinals was out there, out there putting people on notice. Yeah, yeah. And I ain't right. mad at it. You know, yeah. be competitive at the end of the day. You know, you may not have your top guys. Be competitive. He was still doing his thing even without James Conner being over there. You yeah. know, he was doing his yeah. thing with Amari DiMicardo and, um, you know, a couple other running backs they had up over there. You know, and, he, they did the best Benjamin they could. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 So, you know, he's, he's doing the best he can. We know without that much to work with on, on offense, to be honest. Yeah. Best, his best receiver was Hollywood Brown. Yeah. 
Woo, yeah, that ain't gonna work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that ain't gonna work. I still can't. I still can't believe the Ravens finessed the Cardinals out of a first round pick. That was so funny. Uh, shout out to the Ravens. The Ravens oh yeah, smart, the Ravens are so smart, man. Uh, speaking of a uh, a blowout, by the way, Lord have mercy. Uh, my game, uh, Ben. I appreciate it for Chase Young, but Chase Young and Nick Bosa together. My God. Um, no, that was ass kicking, uh, and that's what happened when we're healthy. Uh, when we're healthy, Brock is on, and shout out to Trent Williams, man, for playing with that injury, man. But uh, no, great win. Um, and we get uh, honestly, Ben, uh, we get our three. We might get our three guys back. Uh, Samuel Womack, Darrell Luter Jr. from South South Alabama. He hasn't made his debut yet. And um, the Georgia pass rusher we have, Robert Brill Jr., he's going to make his debut pretty soon. So I'm happy for that. But, Ben, your thoughts. And, man, oh, man, oh, man, we made Trevor Lawrence not look good. So your thoughts, Ben? You're not surprised, are you? You're not surprised at all. No, 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 no. I'm happy Chase Chase and uh, Nick Bosa came together to get that to get that combined sack. That was pretty cool. No, it, it kind of looked like when they were back at Ohio State together. You know, right yes. In the big Bingo. Um, you know, y'all, y'all have the scariest defensive front right right there with, with – uh, When healthy, yes. And, yeah, when healthy. I mean, you, you guys in the Eagles' defensive front, I wouldn't want to stand in front of them and with them not even in pads. Like, I wouldn't want to stand in front of y'all's defensive front ever. I would never want to meet y'all's defensive front in, in real life. That's how terrifying those motherfuckers are. Um, you know, it, it was good to see you guys healthy. Debo obviously yes. being back now. Uh, George Kittle with what two back to back amazing games. What went for yes. three touchdowns last week on 100 yards, another 100 yard games on three catches and a touchdown this week. Uh, Brock, Brock Purdy looked like he did before you guys went on that three game losing streak. Yes, sir. Yep. So uh-huh. hopefully he can continue. Um, because he was looking bad while you guys were losing. He he was turnover prone. Yeah, he was. Um, during your guys' losing shoes. There was no Trent Williams. For, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hopefully for, for, for no, your No sake, Trent. Uh, no Trent. That makes a big difference. Massive difference. Um, it's well, a yeah, big Trevor difference. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, I mean, you guys turned him over, what, twice? You sacked him five yeah. times. Um, Trevor Lawrence is – I thought he was going to make his leap this year, and he has – you know, going from, you know, generational conversation to game manager uh, conversation, which uh-oh. is a craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. I well, think ben, he I, still has yeah. I think he still has a lot of work to do. I mean, the kid's only what, twenty four years old. Um, yeah. you know, he still got a lot of development still, but he does have to look better. But so does Calvin Ridley. You know, his his only real consistent target here mm. has been Christian Kirk and then Evan Ingram from time to time as well. But yeah. You know, they brought in Calvin Ridley expecting a lot, and he's been a massive disappointment. Once again, another Alabama guy. Right. I'm going to hold him to the fire. You know, yeah. if you don't perform the level in which you once did, you're still supposedly in your time, yeah. you're going to get roasted for it. Uh, you know, he, he was supposed to be a true number one receiver for Trevor Lawrence, and unfortunately yeah. for them, he just has not been that for them. Yeah. Well, now next game is going to be, wow, what a game, man. Browns and Ravens. I mean, I mean, Ben and Nick. I did, did Deshaun Watson have, had a massage, but at the halftime, I mean, my goodness gracious. I mean, um, listen, I'm just going to say this, right? Shout out to the Browns defense. Shout out to Miles Garrett. What a game. Deshaun Watson, I mean, he played well, man. Um, you know, and Ben, ben I, we, we, gave, we give Andrew crap, but I'll say this, right? The Browns defense is legit. Shout out, shout out to Jim Schwartz. If Deshaun can play like this, 
the Browns will be a problem in the playoffs if they make it. So, Ben, what do you have to say? Uh, great game, though. Great game. It went down It went down to the wire. Ben, what's your thoughts? And set up for Cleveland for the win. Yeah, uh, Ravens should have been able to close this game out. Um, you know, they – they were playing great up until the fourth quarter when their defense just completely fell apart and let Deshaun and Jerome get whatever they wanted. Um, you know, the Ravens should be sitting at, what, eight and two, best team yes. in the NFL right now. Um, you know, and, and, and it wasn't even because of Lamar. I mean, I, let me take that back. Lamar did have two good receptions, but I should – I wouldn't, I wouldn't just stick this chase me to the Ravens because I don't want to talk about Cleveland. But, you know, Cleveland did a great job, man. Um, I guess, like you said, Lamar, our defender must have gotten some type of massage. Maybe I didn't. He did. I'm serious. But because I mean, we know he's – get the ball to Kyle Hamilton the first quarter. I'm like, what the hell? We, we know we – know, uh, no masseuse is going to come within two feet of Deshaun Watson, so – um, but yeah, big big win for the Browns. They stay they stay relevant in the NFL. So big one for them. Yeah, they have yeah. the best defense in the league, bro. Yes, they do, but they still went healthy. Um, Their now, defense ben, is ridiculous. Yes, and which by the way, shout out to Mike Tomlin. Um, I would I would probably still take the Ravens' defense. Yeah, yeah. Real quick, uh, real quick, shout out to Mike Tomlin. He's gonna have a winning season again. I don't know how. The hell you listen with Matt Canada and Matt, uh, Ben? What, you want to shout out to you, you guy Najee Harris, and obviously shout out and also shout out to Jalen Warren and also shout out Jalen Reed. Almost Packers almost won the game, but shout out to the Steelers defense. Huh, Ben? Good, another another winning season with Mike Cohen. But how does how does this man does do, do it, especially in this division? Shout out to you, Mike Cohen. Go ahead, Ben. Uh, before we well, finish this one last game, well, Mike. Mike Tomlin's an extremely smart individual, man. He he yes. he, he realized, hey, Kenny Pickett ain't gonna get it done for me, so I need to start <laughs> nope. the ball. Uh, you you've seen over the last three weeks, three four weeks, they've really gotten Najee and Jalen Warren involved. Facts. Uh, and in particular, Jalen Warren. Jalen, I, I believe, has been my leading rusher over the course of those last few weeks. Yes. Um, I, I really wish he could get the fuck out of here, so Najee could get more of that workload. <laughs> Uh, that's just that's, that's Najee's just fault. Najee bullshitting. Mm. Najee's been good. Najee bullshitting. He had it. He's been very good these last four weeks, man. Uh, but no, they're they're playing good football. You know, like I said, they're relying a lot more on the running game. Um, you know, George Pickens, despite having a relatively decent game, he can be inconsistent, as we saw a couple weeks ago when he had two catches for negative two yards. Deontay Johnson still loves to drop balls. Um, you know, they're still without Pat Fryermuth. Uh, Darnell Washington is not necessarily a, a true tight end. He's more of just an additional right tackle or left tackle at the yeah. moment. That dude is um, huge. Yes. Ginormous. He's like about 7'8". He, like, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's like he's like Shaq out there playing fucking tight end. Yeah, it's, um, it's ridiculous. This dude is like, what the hell? <laughs> no wonder no wonder their, their run defense or their, their – uh, <laughs> Run blocking has been so fucking good. Just wait till they get Fryermuth. Wait till they get Fryermuth back, and they can put like Fryermuth at a fullback spot, keep Darnell out there, or even run like two tight end sets. Put both yeah. tight ends on the same side and just run to that side. You're not going to stop Darnell Washington, a right tackle, and Pat Fryermuth no. from blocking no. you. No. Um, but yeah, big big win for them. Jordan Love, despite his turnovers and a few. 
uh, terrible passes. I mean, he still had a pretty good game. You know, it was probably his best game since uh, the early start of the season. But um, the only positive thing I have to say about them is what a steal they got in Jaden Reed from Michigan State. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Look at that, Ben. Uh, Michigan State got a receiver. Look at that. Hey, look at that. Shout out to you, Kevin. All right, now, um, Cope, Ben, what, what you got to say? Um, my buddy Lucas, I mean, he wants Michael Penix. He wants Michael Harrison Jr. I don't think that's going to fix the Patriots either way. They just released Jack Jones. Um, so, Ben, any thought, man, this was Cope, Ben. Oh, my God. Um, anyways, um, any thoughts about this game? Colts and Patriots. Shout out to JT. But, man, 10-6. to 6. Ben? What do you got to say to your boy Mac? And I, yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Um, you know, Mac. Mac has been a massive disappointment this year. Yeah. Um, you know, he he's really digressed. Uh, I, I I try to tell people he he doesn't sit in a, in a fucking uh, Bill O'Brien offense. Bill O'Brien is usually. I mean, I've, they've been running the ball like crazy, but usually Bill O'Brien is a, is a pass heavy offense, which yeah. does not fit Mac Jones's system. And also, Bill O'Brien loves to push the ball down the field. Another yep. quality in which Matt Jones does not do well, uh, nope. especially when he has the wide receivers that he does. Um, yep. You know, they should have kept Jacoby Myers. He's been unbelievable for the Raiders this year. Yeah, facts. Facts. Juju Smith Schuster, where the hell are you? I think he's still in his Corvette on the highway or something. Get to the stadium. Oh, he's like, um, oh man. Juju has not shown up this season. He's been an absolute massive disappointment. Uh, I understand why Jacoby Myers was so upset when they didn't give him the extension and they gave it to Juju. Um, I I completely uh, got on Jacoby Myers when he made that statement, but, man, he he shut the whole entire NFL uh, world up with his play this year. Um, Patriots need a lot more than a quarterback, though, man. They need offensive line help. Yep. Uh, they they need like two playmakers. They need offensive um, weapons. I agree. Yeah, they need two playmakers. Ramondre is fine. They got to upgrade the offensive line. They are they got to upgrade the quarterback position. Uh, they still got to fill some holes defensively, but defense isn't t- completely terrible, which is a positive for them. But their defense is good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not it's not a, a negative thing to really talk about them in that in that aspect, but. They, they need so much on the offensive side of the ball that they're not going to be contending for a Super Bowl for a very long time. Whether ben, they, I got a question for you. They could, get Caleb, they could get yeah. Caleb Williams this year, and they'll still be bad for two or three years if they don't give him any weapons. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. My, 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 my question – yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I even told Lucas that. I, I mean, but my, my question for you is this. We're, we're looking at that game. Is it over for Mac in New England? Yeah, yeah, bro. They're two and eight. They're two and eight. They're 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 in complete tank mode. They're pretty much guaranteed. Like they're not. They're probably not going to beat the Bills again, right? So that's another loss. They're probably not going to beat my Miami again. So that's another loss. That's ten losses right there. So they're the best they can do is what seven and ten. That's the middle of the pack. They can beat. They can beat Buffalo again. Maybe. They can beat them again. Depend depends on what week. If they Buffalo get plays Allen. the way they keep playing, they can beat them again. But it all depends on what week they face Josh Allen. If they were to face Josh Allen this week, they probably lose because Josh Allen plays really well after a bad game, but then he plays really bad after a good game. 
Um, so it all depends on when they catch Josh Allen. But, yeah, they're definitely done, dude. The, they're, they're looking to try and get a top ten pick, try and get one of these quarterbacks. Yeah. We'll find out who they get. And regardless, it's not going to help them. We'll, we'll find out. All right. Anyways, uh, week 11 picks. Good. Thank you, Lord. We get a good game on Thursday. Game, uh, Thursday. Let's go. Bengals, Ravens. I'm going Ravens. Ben, what do you got? I'm going to go Ravens, man. Um, I believe Lamar is going to bounce back. Okay. Uh, Nick? Uh, I got the Bengals. I got okay. the Bengals. Okay. Okay. Steelers at Browns. I'm going with the Browns. Ben? Um, I'm going to go Browns. Screw it. Okay. Uh, Nick? I'm definitely I'm definitely going Browns. Fuck the Steelers. All right. <laughs> Raiders? <laughs> At Dolphins, I'm going Dolphins. Nick, are you going Raiders or are you gonna go with uh, Miami? All right, so look, I have to, I have to choose the Raiders because I'm a fan. Yeah. But I'm be honest with you, I don't think we're gonna win this game. Okay, okay. <laughs> as long as we're competitive, I'm cool. Okay, Ben, you got you got two on your boy. Yeah, Devon A Chain possibly comes back this week. So yes. if he does, uh, Miami becomes a lot more dangerous with. Uh, Miami becomes a lot more dangerous with him and Raheem Mostert. So, yeah, I'm going to take Miami. Okay. We, I think all we all got lines over Bears, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Titans, Jaguars, I'm going Jacksonville. Ben, add Jacksonville. Oh, you got Jacksonville, right? I really wish the Titans would have traded D-Hop and Derrick Henry and Harold Bats, Landry Bats. and all them. Please stay Derrick uh, Henry, please. Uh, I, I, hate, I hate that those guys have to play on that terrible team. So, yeah, let me get Jacksonville. Uh, Nick, you're saying thing, Jacksonville? Um, no, I'm about to pick uh, Tennessee. All right. Chargers at Packers. I'm going Chargers. Ben? Chargers. Nick? <sighs> Fuck them. I'm picking the damn Packers. <laughs> oh, imagine, imagine losing to them losing to the Packers. Cardinals? Oh, shit. Don't Cardinals. be surprised. Kyler Murray versus C.J. Stroud. Let's go. I'm going Houston, though. At Houston, Ben? Yeah, I'm taking C.J. Stroud, man. They're about to go to, what, six and four? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh, Nick, you yeah, got the Texans I, I got, with the Cardinals? I, I got the Texans as well. Cowboys, Panthers. Yeah, Cowboys should win that one easy. Overall, Cowboys. Um, hey, you about to put Cowboys out. Yeah, next. I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking the Panthers. <laughs> okay. Giants, Commanders, Ben? Uh, thank goodness Daniel Jones isn't playing. Uh, yeah, I hope he recovers and stuff. I don't wish injury on anybody, but Daniel Jones, since coming into the NFL, the one thing he does not have to do is beat the crap out of us. So I'm gonna take us. Yeah, I'm going Commanders as well. Same with you, Nick. Yeah, I'm picking the uh, Commanders. Uh, Bucks, Giant State. Bucks at Niners. Everyone have everyone has Niners, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Okay. Jets, Bills, or is Zach Wilson going to beat the Bills, Ben? Uh, yes. I got Jets. No. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bills. Ben, what about you, Bills. Ben? Bills. Okay. Seattle at the Rams. Matthew Stafford's playing. I'm going with the Rams in L.A. Ben? Uh, hold on, hold on real quick. Uh, Nick, are you going to give the Texans back Nico this week or not? Am I going to do what? Are you going to give the Texans back Nico Collins this week or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I got the Seahawks versus Rams, though, man. I got Seahawks versus Rams. Okay. Uh, Nick? 
Uh, I got the Seahawks. Okay. Vikings who's who's playing quarterback? Do we know who's – hey, Vince, Vince, do we know who's playing quarterback in that game? Is it Carson Wentz or Stafford? Stafford, Stafford. Stafford for short. Stafford, okay. All right. I'll still take Seahawks then. Uh, okay. You said Vikings, Broncos. Pretty much. I'm going to yep. take Vikings, man. I'm going to take the Vikings. Yes, give, me, give me Josh Dobbs. Yeah, let me get Josh Dobbs and Daniel Hunter. Yeah. I'm going to say it now. Daniel Hunter is going to have two sacks on Russ. Oh, really? So you don't think Russ is going to say let's ride? All right. Oh, Nick, what about you? You got, you got Vikings? I got, I got, uh, yeah, I got the Vikings. Okay. Eagles at Chiefs Monday night. I'm going Eagles. Ben, um, Eagles, Eagles, what do you got? And. It's, man, this is gonna be a good game. Well, my my, my no, dad's gonna listen. My dad's gonna listen. Gonna listen to this, my dad's gonna listen to the show. So, Ben, what can what can the Eagles do to beat Kansas City, in Kansas City, to get revenge and Ken, uh, uh, get revenge to Kansas City in this game? Uh, double. What's the what's the double? Game what's the game double double Kelsey all night because you don't really have to worry about anyone else except Rasheed Rice. What about Taylor Swift? Clark, Claw, fuck Taylor Swift. Fuck her too. Yeah. Clog, clog up, clog up the middle so Pacheco can't get anything going. Pacheco likes to run between the tackles. He doesn't really like to bounce too much outside. Yeah. So contain the middle, and then send a ton of pressure on Patrick Mahomes and try and make him feel uncomfortable. You know what's crazy? I think Philly should win this game. But what's what's making me let's make what's making me switch is that I the Chiefs defensive coordinator is better than the Eagles one. But I'm I'm still going to Eagles. I don't care. Ben, what do you got? Alabama. Let me get Jalen Hurts. All right, um, Nick. What do you got? I got the Eagles winning this game easily too. All right. Okay. Let's go. All right, Nick. Tell everybody your social media. Everybody can follow you and your show. By the way. Yes. Uh, shout out to the Great Sports For You uh, podcast. You know, follow us at Sports For You podcast on every single uh, platform. Uh, you can follow me at 99Gorilla on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure you guys tap in tonight. You know, this is going to be a great show. You know, we're going to have a lot to talk about, you know, especially considering um, Mark and uh, Mark and uh, John, they both played against each other in, uh, in real life and in fantasy football this weekend. I think Mark won in fantasy football and lost in real life. So we'll see how this conversation goes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, ben, what about you? And also, one quick before you go, Ben, how do you feel about tonight's game, by the way? It starts in about one hour, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, one hour. Yeah. yeah, Duke first Michigan State Champions Classic. Um, you know, we're tied for the most wins in the Champions Classic with Kansas. Um you know, I love I love uh, Duke versus Michigan State game, especially when it was uh, Coach K versus Tom Izzo. Um, but you know, it's those it's are great games game. to watch. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game. It's definitely going to be a physical game. Uh, Michigan State's going to bring the defense for sure. Um, hopefully, we can just you know be a little bit more consistent from beyond the arc, unlike we did against Arizona. And I feel like we should be able to win the game. All right, you can plug in your stuff real quick, by the way. Go, go ahead, man, real quick. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Sports Veteran. That's V E T R A N. Also, make sure to go over to medium.com and tap in with the Lions Den, where I write some uh, college football and movie articles. Um, so make sure you tap in with both of those. And Vince and Nick, I appreciate both of y'all today. Uh, and Vince, I can't wait to do oh, yeah. this again next Tuesday. 
Of course, of course. You guys can follow me at Respectable Vink, obviously at VinSize824. Guys, great show. Episode 58, uh, 68 is done. Love you, Nick. Love you, Ben. See you guys next uh, uh, oh, yeah. next Tuesday for a recap of Week 11 and Week 12 recap of college football as well. Peace out. Enjoy your week. And, yeah, be safe. Peace. Peace. Peace.